Welcome to another episode of Supercoach Insider. My name is Ben. And I am Chris. And welcome back. Thank you for having us. Excellent. We are on time. We are on schedule. Well, I suppose it, it helps having a late game so that when we actually pump out a podcast, we are on us, schedule. It actually Chris. makes us seem early. We are, on, we are on time like a train out of Munich. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all. Oh. Oh, dude, that's pretty. Now, now it makes sense. You oh. and your. Sometimes you are a little bit too far, but I'm okay with it. You know what? Because if there wasn't laughter in the world, what, where would we be in life? That was, that, was a, that was a slow burn there, Chris. It was a slow burn. <laughs> oh, no, we did it again. Jesus. <laughs> Round two. Round two. All right, we're just going to... Hey, and welcome to... <laughs> no, look, uh, thanks very much, guys. Um, and look, I suppose we, we haven't... We, uh, we keep forgetting to uh, give a shout-out to our Twitter and Facebook. So, um, yes, catch us at uh, on Twitter at... at SC underscore insider underscore and on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash SC insider. So yeah. please do keep up with that. We've hit over 700 uh, likes on Twitter as well this yep. week, Chris. So very happy with that. Thank you very much. Excellent. And we've had some leagues and all sorts of stuff happening today, Chris. I did see the amazing news. Yep. It was a bit uh, so silly. <laughs> Sicily, Sicily. Yes, I know. Sicily got that, done that, for that, a week. It was a, it's a week. I and said, it, I said he'd be gone for four weeks this year, Chris. To be fair, I don't even know why it's a week. It was provoked by Selwood in the first place. For he was grabbing him when he was trying to get off him to get into the play, and it was, should have been a free against. To be honest, I reckon, I reckon literally Sicily should have got a free kick. Well, here's where you're wrong, Chris. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> so there was a little bit of confusion. So I actually sent him an email yesterday. <laughs> After the game. Okay. And I was just like, congratulations on your team winning, uh, Mr. So Silly. And um, I asked him, actually. So I was like, what was what was with the deal here? So apparently he thought the Queen was in house and he thought he would bend the knee. <laughs> okay, of course. Yes. yes. He's been watching too much Game of Thrones. He has. He it was trying to bend, bend to the knee. Yeah. He, th- he thought, you know what, I am Jon Snow. <laughs> I will not. I will not bend the knee. <laughs> I will not. Um, no, look, uh, uh, it obviously extended from the earlier uh, altercation in the game where... <laughs> 50 uh, meter penalty well, against. Selwood, again, du- he ducked twice in that ta- in that oh, one tackle, ducked twice. 100%. And no wonder, if if I was Sicily, I would have done the exact same thing. But, uh, again, didn't what, even... gone negative in points? No, well, <laughs> yes, that's true. But, uh, honestly, that was uh, that was poor form from Joel Selwood. That really was. <laughs> he's good form, though. Um, I watched his interview on Talking Footy, and he basically went, nah, there's nothing to it. Poor form. He, he plays the, you know, what stays in the field card better than anyone in the game, I reckon. Yeah, went, except nah, it doesn't stay on the field, Chris, because we watch it. <laughs> he plays a straight bat with the questions. and They're like, oh, so what did he say there? 100% he knows what he, what he said. But he's just like, oh, I don't know. I just don't remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like literally it's like, like when the police pull you over. Do you know yeah. how fast you're going in this 80-kilometer zone? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, officer, I was just looking at the road ahead. I definitely was not doing 145. Yeah, exactly. He plays the straightest of bats. Just, oh, I don't even know. Like, it was uh, all quick. and Give us a comment if you have, if you have done that before, P.S., where the police have asked you how fast you think you, do you think you're going, and you're like, nah, no idea. <laughs> yeah. I can't speculate, officer. <laughs> no, it wasn't me. Oh, so it, it was the one-armed man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was not me. It was the one-armed man. Um, okay, now uh, we'll get into things, Some guys. Some shout-outs. Some shout so the highest uh, scorer from um, from our Twitter followers on the week uh, was a guy called at Goonie Double O uh, with a two five three nine, which was the fifteenth highest score of the round. 
Uh, so congrats to you, buddy. And he's now 709th overall. Um, in, but the high score of our group was actually a guy called Andrew. Um, so we have a, a Facebook, uh, sorry, a, a Supercoach group as well, where we're um, using that to promote our leagues for next year in the divisions. Um, is that his first name or is that his first and last name? Andrew? What? I'm confused. What? Yeah. Andrew? He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have two. Two doesn't names? have two first names. No, no. sorry. Okay. Um, but he did score a flat to uh, 2,500. He's now actually ranked 85th in Supercoach. Um, so congratulations to you, Andrew, as well. Congratulations, all of our wisdom that we have not given to ourselves. Yes, yes. Well, I'm. I don't know about you. I'm. I don't know. I think I'm going all right. I'm. I'm ranked 24th in our group, and you're. Um, oh, 68th. Ooh, That's not awkward. so bad. How many in the terrible. group? 68. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think there's a couple of hundred. So yeah, yeah it's not oh, too look, bad. Oh, look, I made the the classic mistake. I went with my gut and uh, put someone in there that hadn't been really in my side except in my mind for a lot of time. I probably, should, I probably should have just put Crips in the side. Like just I had say that you're in. a one-eyed line supporter and you fucked up. Just say it. Okay, I'm a one-eyed <laughs> line supporter. Yeah, and it could be worse. I didn't even choose Pendles, bro. I've yeah, got half a brain up here. Anyway, um, also, we're going to do a shout-out. This is probably going to be our most loved segment of the week, which is uh, Banter of the Week. Yes. So we, we had we had a few shout-outs. And look, the banter keeps coming, guys, and we're loving it. Look, we're having a really good time with everyone. So thank you very much for embracing the banter and getting right into it. Um, the guy that won this week was Derek Langdon, who um, we gave a bit of a roasting last week in the Q&A, and he, um, he commented afterwards saying, uh, cheers for the schooling me, boys. Uh, I just got stripped down quicker than a teenage girl walking to Jake Stringer's house. <laughs> which, which I thought was uh, was fantastic, um, and to which I replied, uh, "Holy shit, this bander is fresher than the average age of my ex girlfriends," which actually is true. Yes, <laughs> Chris likes them young, so he can still teach them things. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's true, you know, they're impressionable. They, they I should shut up at this point, shouldn't yeah. I? Yeah, <laughs> teaches them how to sew with no hands. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great school to have, Chris. It's a everybody's, great, everybody's doing it. It's a great school to have. We're streaking oh, through the quad, the gymnasium. Everyone's doing it. <laughs> Who's everyone? Um, and look, uh, leagues are going. Uh, they're starting off this week in terms of head-to-head battles, so that'll be fun. Um, yeah, well, so depending on on your league setup, but yes. So for eighteen-man leagues, we have had a few. Uh, but look, quick shout out as well. Supercoach Insider number three on our uh, league is ranked eighty-first overall, which I thought was pretty good. And even more importantly, so Supercoach Insider, our bonus team, we weren't even going to put this one together, but a yeah. little sneaky something-something. A little last minute. 50th. Yeah. And the sausage rolls have actually improved by about uh, 900 places. Chris, we're now 1,500. <laughs> 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 oh, wow. And I, unfortunately, we didn't get around to making the uh, renaming the SC Insider League. But I can rename uh, it for, for you. For me. Oh, can you? Yeah. Because is it going to be called 309? Because that's uh, that's where we're at. Actually, maybe we'll, we'll call it, uh, what's what's the difference? 1,200. The amount of uh, places between us and you. Is that no. what we're going to do? No. The 1200s? No, because then you have to change your name weekly. <laughs> well, maybe not. And then you'll end up being just called behind. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Calling it early, I see. Um, now, how did you go this week? So what was your like overall, your team, your feel, um, your, your big wins, your big losses? Okay, so let me bring it up. So my big loss, I could tell you 100%. I was going to put in Dangerfield before this game. And I thought, no, look, I'll, I'll give Beams one more round to see how he goes. Because if he came out and did pretty well, then I'm like, okay, well, you know, he would. If he got a 130, then he would be averaging what he was paying for anyway. Yeah. And I was gonna. I thought, well, that'll give me a game to see danger. And instead, I probably lost about 80 points. So happy days there. Just, so just on that, and we'll probably get into it a little bit later anyway. But you did go to the game. What's your gut feel on Beams and how's he playing? Oh, he, 
he looks like he's getting around the ball and he's getting there, but it's almost like he's having no help. Like you know, like, and I thought, I thought, I thought that would help him, except for the fact that Zorko's been tagged two weeks running. Yep. Beams is coming, you know, fresh of daisies, like Beams straight is off the paddock. Big bodied midfielder expected to do everything. Pretty well, he's much. come fresh off the paddock, and he's hasn't had a preseason, so I was like, okay, probably not a best decision. But um, oh, he he's he's there. Like he was on fifty five at quarter time last week. He actually started pretty good this week. He had he had two shots of goals that he missed. So that didn't help. And he's usually a pretty good shot for goal, too. He is, and Zoe Sorgo, mind mm. you. But they both missed a goal in the last quarter, which could have put them ahead, but no. But um, look, so overall, uh, I think it was like 24 and change. Uh, let me have a look at my home screen. So I think it was like 24, uh, sorry, 23-14. So yep. about 50 less than you. Uh, so I am ranked 14,000th. Um, not the best start, but, you know, of danger will be in my side this week. I think week. something you'll find, and something, uh, uh, pretty much anyone there, anyone that's pretty much around that top 20,000 right now, it's still anyone's game. Um, me, I'm ranked uh, just outside the top five thousand, um, and I'm only I'm 330 points behind the guy in first place. Uh, yeah. So and it wasn't actually the, bad. Yeah. I mean, I had Garlic get 36 on field, which obviously hurts instead of Ryan. Yep. Um, and apart from that, I had Brayshaw on field instead of like a Holman. Uh, my premiums did really well, except for uh, Hibbard. So pretty much Beams Hibbard, and then like you know. Um, Pretty much, you're looking at Ryan not being on field, and there's like you know a couple hundred points, and Danger being not in my you know on my yeah. side. So you know I'm not too upset, but I'm kind there's of so many so many small. I thought changes. I thought I'll wait and see, give yeah. it a week for strategy purposes. Not because you know I should have just gone straight out points. I think this week. Ah, uh, look, and uh, over the next few weeks, you'll find that that group will set will settle, and yeah, you know, those that had Hogan, those that had Hogan in their places. forward line, yeah, um, yeah, good on you, but um, <laughs> don't know how that'll go for the longevity. Yeah, um, so uh, I went uh, twenty three sixty seven, um, and to be honest, I, there's nothing really much I complain about apart from Crouch, um, who looked like he was going to have a, a absolute epic oh. game, was on fifty one points before two minutes into the um, into the second quarter. And popped a hammy, which was really, really unfortunate because he looked like he was on track for a 140 game. He was definitely going large. Yeah. Um, so three weeks, I reckon. Yeah. So he got got announced today three weeks. And um, I suppose that's a good segue right into um, the, the first league game. But yeah, three weeks for... Look for- at you go. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Getting mate. on the segue train. Oh, I like riding trains. <laughs> oh, Chris, I heard quite the opposite. I heard you with the cushion. Oh, and I heard yes. the trains like to ride you. Um, okay, so Rory Sloan went nuts, one forty-one. Yeah, look, and he's going to do that in uh, in big wins. Um, but also Crouch going down. You literally could see when Crouch went down, and they decided not to. They weren't tagging uh, Richmond back their mids against um, against the Adelaide mids. But as soon as uh, Sloan, uh, sorry, Crouch went down, and Sloan actually was off the field at this point, so he had a, a suspectful. Suspecting ankle injury. Yep. Got taken off for about five minutes and they checked it. They uh, re-strapped it, sent him back out. And like a ball at the gates, he just unloaded. Absolutely was the number one extractor. Pretty much did anything he wanted. Got ball where where he pleased and got a lot of contested ball. He's a good looking man. I'm sure he can get plenty of ball where he pleased. (laughs) If he really wanted to. I don't know if he swings that way. Oh, no, he's he's dating that Ladbrokes chick. She's hot. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I would know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't look at other girls. I, I did have a bit of a quick Google search <laughs> with a, with a, a high end uh, scope, and uh, she has no balls. 
Couldn't see a bulb. You did the you did the Thailand <laughs> reference yes. from last week. Yes, of course, I understand that. Well, I thought it was a bit ironic. I thought maybe being you know being for Ladbrokes that maybe um, there'd be a bloke. <laughs> um, anyway, so look, I think a plus is I think um, Tex Walker can finally stop looking for that um, premiership medal. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, look, and there was I don't I don't really know what was said after the game, but I mean realistically, I think effectively, if the grand finals played in Adelaide, Adelaide win last year, and that's I don't think that anyone could disagree with that. I actually am partial towards having a neutral ground for the grand final. However, it, MCG is the home of football. How dare you? Well, I'm just I, 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 like literally, if it's doesn't let's say it's a Melbourne team and somewhere else or two interstate teams or whatever it is. Played at neutral ground. Two in-state teams played at the MCG. Well, West Coast um, might have won a grand final if that was the case. Just well, recently. I just I just feel that having... I mean, every other sporting code across the the world in major competitions have a neutral venue for a final if it's decided over one leg. Just so, not AFL. Super Bowl? Super Bowl is, yep. It's a neutral venue. Well, there you go. That, yeah. That backfired. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> so, um, and like Champions League final. Yeah. One one game. There's no two legs. It's just played in a neutral venue. It's decided well well in advance. Um, so sometimes that can backfire if they've got like, let's say they, they announce it at Wembley, which is in uh, in London, and then a English team makes the final and it sort of backfires. But I reckon you can, you know, reserve the right to a few grounds on grand final weekend. You probably, the problem is, of course, Sydney, but... Because um, they always have, well, have the NRL grand final. Do they want to have that on the same weekend, at the same venue? I'm not sure they want to do that, but yeah, you know, it's it's something up up for discussion at the moment in the in the community <coughs> that I, I reckon should be discussed a little bit more. To be completely moving forward, especially if we're a national competition, why not? Well, anyway, my biggest surprise this one was Dodate. This oh, week. Unreal. Huge. Yeah. On field. I was like, Intercept you know what? Possessions, he will everything. not be on my bench this week. And <laughs> I was so happy he was not. Norton. Yeah. I was like, you can get stuff. Yeah, he can on sit my, on the pine. You are a very Enjoy expensive bench warmer. Yeah. Um, Dode, unbelievable. Um, I actually think out of the uh, defensive rookies, he performed the best out of everyone. How even good over are the Finlayson. rookies this year? Yeah. Well, the defensive ones are fantastic. Oh, but Kelly, oh, yeah. Holman, like, how good are the rookies we've, we've this We've been year? spoilt for choice with on-field decisions. Oh, it's just the cash burners on the side. Liam Ryan, I said he's a forward, a small forward. He will get. He did connect up the ground. Yep. You know, so he had a big game, and I'm like, and that's the second game too, so that'll stay in the cycle a bit longer. I yep. am so happy, Chris. That's money. It is money. And I sent you a little photo, like money, 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 money. Make, make, make money, money, make money, money, money. That's a second old school reference I've it made is. in like five minutes, and I'm happy with it. I'm still going to go with more if I can. Um, yeah, look, he played amazing, and it was really, really impressive to see. Um, Jake Kelly as well, I thought played really well from defense, pushing forward as well. Seisman had a really good game. Um, Generally speaking, most Adelaide players played their role really good. I think Jacobs, those who had Source, yep. one sixteen, uh, very happy. Not bad if you went um, you Source know, uh, Ryder to Jacobs for a more yes solid. Uh, I suppose over the year, probably play more games than the other Ruckman. Um, for those that didn't want to go for Nick Nat for any given reason, Greenwood hundred eleven again. Crouch out. Greenwood plays more oh. mid minutes. Um, so look, uh, that will impact him in, in the Greenwood. next few weeks. So Greenwood is someone that might be on your bench in draft if you play draft. Um, so sorry, someone on the waiver that you might want to get in for the next three weeks because Crouch will be out and there will be more mid minutes. And I'd say that he's probably leading the pack in terms yep. of um, those mid minutes and who they're going to go to. Yes, Murphy. Murphy, huh. huge, eighty points. Uh, well, I mean, he was kicked kicked a goal at one end, and the next clearance, he was on the ball 
sprinting back into the defense to get a defensive rebound 50. It was great. Uh, I, I, the guy's actually really good, and he's got good disposal as well by foot. Yep. Um, so I think nice Fogarty definitely in doubt, as we did say prior to the season. They yeah. reckon Tom Lynch is back this week. Yep. And we had a bit of a... Um, I had a chat with a guy on, on Facebook, I believe it was this week, saying that he thinks that um, Murphy will go before Fogarty, and I still don't think that's the case. I guess we'll um, find out. But look, I, I think Fogarty didn't have a bad game. He did have a lot of impact. He created a lot of contests, but he's that's what thunder. Tom Lynch is going to do anyway. He's so, got a thunder leg, though. Yeah. Ooh. I think moving forward, he's going to get games. I just think that for team structure and balance, I, I'm going to have Lynch in there over him yep. every day of the week, and you can't run Lynch, Fogarty, um, Jenkins, and, uh, and Tex. You can't run all no. four of them. No, 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 I, don't, I don't think you can. No. Um, but one man I was very happy to put the VC on was Dustin Martin this yeah, week. Yeah, one person I... I was... Thank God for Tom Mitchell because I was like, oh, no, nah, I'll go with Fife this week. You know, Dusty's not going to get that big against Adelaide. My, my, I talked myself out of vice-captaining Dusty because they were playing Adelaide and Adelaide. Well, which I, I don't think is actually... That's fairly. That's using my Chris, brain probably too I was, much. I was using my brain, and you know, you know what I why I did it. Why did you do it? Because I was sick and I had two assessment due Thursday night. <laughs> like, I, I left him there. I, I forgot. <laughs> I left him there. <laughs> oh, I was like, then the game was, and then the game started. I was at uni, and I was just like, oh, who have I got as vice captain? You know, I was like, oh, Dustin Martin. And you know then what? He, he killed it. It was actually like loving. loving I, he ex- he didn't really play as good as. I'm sorry, like to all the dust lovers, I love Dust Martin. And he's absolutely fantastic. But to be honest, he was not best on ground. And I don't think he will be. Like, come Brownlow night, I don't think he was close to it. He did spend a hell of a lot of time forward and kicked five goals, which is great. But he was one out. Chris, a goal's a goal. Why leave... I I just don't understand this. is a goal. I'm just saying, I don't understand this AFL-level footballer, uh, uh, like football... they're just leaving someone like Darcy Martin or a Lance Franklin one out in the in the fifty to just do what they want. Like what what sort of team does that? Doesn't make any sense. Chris, he kicked so about thirty seven percent of their points. Yeah, I know he did a lot. I'm just I'm just saying like you know I don't think there was many real performers on the night for um for Richmond and he did take a bulk of their points. I mean Nank was serviceable, of course. Rance had the worst first quarter and a half of football I think I've ever seen him play. I think he was on like negative five or negative six. He for got a he long looked time. rusty. Yeah. He did. Oh, Jen- just I mean, giving away. he made Jenkins look good. And yeah. like you have, to, <laughs> you have to work pretty hard to make. Or he's just gonna have good. a mare. Yeah, like and that's true. Can um, we can we get rid of this duo, Chris um, Lambert and Brendan Ellis? Can we just get rid of them, please? Oh, um, fifty-two for Ellis and forty-nine for Lambert. Yeah, look, again, Aren't I'm... Are you glad you didn't put him in your side? Uh, I've got him on my draft team, though. Oh, how suck And I've it. got to hold him now, don't I? Well, I'm not going to get trade value out of him. <laughs> you will not. I'm not going to get anything out <laughs> of him. You will not get trade look, value out of him. It's I don't, it's 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 literally he's just having off games. He's getting the, he's, he's playing the right roles in the right positions. He's, he's doing a lot of handballing, which is annoying for a guy like Lambert, who has good foot skills. When he's getting the ball, he's, he's in positions where he really can only handball or there's a, another person in a bad position. But he's running a lot. He's playing the right role. It's going to come through. It's just not happened yet. You could probably get a Papley for him. Oh, you would, wouldn't you? I probably would. Uh, I know I know you would. And I'm te- I'm tempted. Talk to me about it later. We'll okay. just see what happens. I was thinking Acres, but Acres is maybe like, Acres has gone bang bang, so I'm like, Yeah. Well, well maybe maybe give me a little um a little bonus as well. Just you know, just a, a little bonus. Kicker. Yeah. It's Lambert. Oh, I don't know. Um look, Ellis again, <laughs> I think I think with these guys, they are premium scorers, they are premium players. They're gonna to be top ten to fifteen. If you have them in standard, 
then you're really trading them out to someone who may average about the same at the end of the year, but you've wasted a trade. So just be careful. If you're going to someone like, I mean, from it's like risk or reward. Yeah. If you're going to upgrade, you want to go to a premium, someone that you have very. They've got to be like guaranteed yeah. top six. Yeah. So well, as close as you can. Yeah. Be. Well, with two game sample size, like how are you going to tell that? Like, it's it's tough because um, they're both at price points that are, pr- are going to go down. They're yep. going to lose cash this week if you don't trade them out. Yep. I think I think um, for, if you don't mind the buy round missing, Robbie Gray wouldn't be a bad one versus Brisbane this week. Yeah. I mean, he could, I, I, reckon love, go, I reckon he'll go 140 love, plus this Rob, week. I love Robbie Gray. Just, I love him. And I like, I'm a Brisbane fan. And he but played I think like Robbie, literally Robbie Gray, like 80% uh, mid-time. I actually think that maybe Hodge or someone will try and line up on a Robbie Gray this week. Well, in midfield. I know. Forward. Oh, when he goes forward. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, he played most of the game. Um, oh on, yeah, on the he'll, ball. He'll, he'll tell. So up. He will tell up this week. So there are options, in, and we'll go through them a little bit at the end in the Q and A. There's quite a few questions on them, but I did, um, I did enjoy watching it. Caddy's just annoying me because he's not hovering around that sort of eighty average. Yeah, good for draft. Put, that's kicking about it. goals, but yeah, yeah it's yeah. a draft man. He, but he got a lot of eighties last year in draft. Yeah. You know, he he had a lot of low games, but then he came back and got a lot of eighties, eighties, eighties. Just niggling around the yeah, barely exactly. acceptable mark. Pretty much. Um, but yeah, overall, and, I mean, and the Nank did pretty well. So look, I think great, great game. Yeah. Um, Adelaide dominated. It's unfor- it's it's unfortunate that Crouch went down, but you get to see those new generation. They've got so many young midfielders coming through that it's good to see that from Adelaide. So yep. Um, yeah. Well, let's get on to this next game, and I don't think it'll Do, go too can long. Can we get cut we can, this down to the time it deserves, which is maybe okay, thirty on, seconds? I reckon two minutes. Two minutes. All right. Two I minutes. Think we're going. We're talking about Northern Saints. Hang on, let me put the timer on. All right, we're going to have this. This is literally we we can't. This was this is how it, bad this game was, it right? Was, it, yeah, it was horrible. Two goals, ten. Three, each, two, one, and go. Two minutes. That two goals, ten was kicked between by each team at the end of the first quarter. I think they pretty much they got booed off as well. Hundred, like, they deserve to be. That was it was shocking football. Like what? Who who taught them how to kick? I'm so, you know why St Kilda lost because North literally kicked maybe five percent better than they did. Yep, and that's, North, that's well, that stupid. and North, I think, were working a little bit harder. They, they had numbers around the ball. They were working to the ball, whereas yeah. Saints were kind of waiting they, for someone else to do the And they had a target them. forward that could actually take a mark too. Oh, so. Yeah, Brownie. Just, oh. oh, he actually, but he roasted him. Honestly, uh, I don't know what St Kilda are doing, uh, but they need to change it. It's not working, so there's going to be a big reshuffle. Um, Billings, they play forward when he's probably one of their best midfielders right now. In yep. form, and they put him forward of the ball for a large part of the game. I was to actually trying to get some forward momentum. I was very happy that Akers outscored Billings this week for draft. Yeah, just quietly. Yeah. Well, that was the matchup. Uh, but look, Goldstein did well at one twenty three. So I think he will yeah, hold well, his spot. Longer got injured, so and yeah. not that he was doing anything before that anyway. No, but I think that'll help hold his spot um, in the team there. Uh, White pulling back the clock, but um, look, yeah, Higgins actually again same as last year. Started off well, bang bang, got look, a couple of good it, games. What do you notice about those? those guys? Are the guys that actually are good users by foot or by hand yep. and, and they're effective um, users LDU got 77 for those that picked him up good on him Geary that's two rounds in a row Geary like what's up yeah, with that great draft at the moment well he's up there in draft and I'm kind of contemplating what the hell's going on Yeah, and I, don't, I don't like him as a pick all their defenders are doing the same so Robertson had a good game um, well I, I say good game he scored well and yeah. so did Savage Jack Stevens started off really well and then fell off a cliff yeah. Um, and that's about it. Like Dunstan will come in this week, hundred percent. He, uh, he there is no up. way they cannot have Dunstan this week. He tailed up VFL. He's in this week, hundred yeah. percent. Well, he's an effective user by foot. He's effective user yep. by hand, and he's actually a decent midfielder that they need to start winning yep. some contests. Hunter Clark got twenty six. That's horrible. He's gone. Caulfield in everyone. Next week. Kobe. Everyone was tagging, and that's the time in. And that's pretty much that's all we need to talk <laughs> yeah, about. That's Excellent. it. I'm glad that we can move on to the next game. Same here, <laughs> right? Was, that was that was absolutely shocking. 
That was definitely um, a bad game. Yeah. Oh, this I game can't was very good. Friday night. Oh, Friday afternoon. The only game, and we got that. But it's better than no football. Can we well, say that? Better than <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that they played on Good Friday because they played the opposite. <laughs> they were like, "Hello Friday," and we're waiting no. for you for a long time. <laughs> uh, it's like anyway, a Bergen No, it was terrible. Like, it was we, we expect good. a good singer. I'm like, pretty much I, Jason Derulo. At this I've point. been waiting for you for a long time. <laughs> we'll contact that long girl time. that uh, contacted you. Oh, I love your song. You can you can you be part of my SoundCloud? No, it's more like the forwards for St Kilda. It's like, "Hello Friday," and they're like waiting for the ball for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah, they were. Anyway, Chris, we're not going to talk about that team anymore. No, sorry. Uh, we got sidetracked. Uh, let's talk about the man <laughs> of the moment, Mr. Tom, Tommy Lynch, the guy that you said I did would, say be, would top be top 10. 10. Well, because he has... It's actually looking all right now. Contract year. And even <laughs> McGovern's gone like two 90-odds in a row, Chris. Have you noticed? I, well, yes, I have not. I have noticed. Yes. But he's literally but, been the main interceptor for um, last two weeks. Yeah, Tom um, Lynch. Oh, that's PB, eight goals. He yep. just he kicked six in the up. first half. I thought he was going to go bigger. He I think he was on 123 it. at half time. He towed it. Yeah. And the, with games like that, though, that's why I put him in. Like, I think he could easily average 93 yeah. to 95. Can we put a little asterisk on it, though? Because Liam Jones probably had his worst game in defense. Um, oh, mate, they, they knew exactly He went back what, to the old Liam Jones. I don't know what happened, but he was out of position. No, they knew what to do with him. Yeah. Easily. Like, well, just, John Lynch, for a lot of his goals, was taking uncontested marks 20 meters out. Like it was stupid. Like it was ridiculous. Like they, their, their, their defensive systems just completely fell over when the ball was moved forward. Yep. And Jared Lyons was a guy we said could average over hundred. He had a great game. And, um, he's now ranked in the top twenty midfielders according to the AFL. Oh, he, he's very. He was very much underrated. Oh uh, yeah. I, I well, look. I like I, Lyons. I, well, we did pick. You know, before he got injured last year, he had a hot streak of a lot of games, and he was going really well, like one ten yeah. sort of average it's for that short period. So. Really interesting to see a Gold Coast team play without a uh, torrential rain. And which my is man, David Swallow, yeah, who I picked at a one hundred five average. I know you did. I'm and, devastated. And he's played good two weeks in a row now. What's his averaging now? To think I picked uh, Cruiser instead of him in draft. Oh my! <laughs> I could have had David Swallow. Oh, well, instead I mean, of Fiorini, who's no bad gone. pick. But your 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 actual bad pick was. Trading him out for who did you trade him for? Uh, so Newman, who team. I dumped because he's horrible and he got dropped. A retard. <laughs> you are the biggest retard of all time. <laughs> oh, you got to have fun with it, Chris. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, Swallow. And look, I mean, he was there. He's the main extractor. He's the one. He's I told the you, grunt he work would, in he, midfield. I told you, he would be inside. He's he would be doing the, he'd be the main ball. man. Um, Jack Martin finished off a lot. Was playing a good role. Yeah, kicked a couple. He kicked first goal in thirty seconds. Too, he was playing forward mid minutes Bang, and um, was in. getting clearances, kicking goals. Blah blah. Holman, the money man, the money man himself. Um, probably, uh, I'm still tipping him to make the most cash over Tim Kelly because I think Tim Kelly will eventually come down in his average once they get their full complement of midfielders back. We still didn't see that because Duncan was a laid out. Well, Duncan week, was so. out, and I also think Joel, uh, I mean uh, Scott Selwood could be in this week. He's played, I think, two games of um, VFL now. Okay. So and they reckon he's doing well. So so like, best yeah, and, you know he's going to come in. I, I, don't get me wrong, Tim Kelly's role goal will go into him a little bit later, but I still think that Holman well, over the journey will make a bit more cash. Not only that, I think he was playing like even a similar role to Menangola, except just owning it. Yeah. He just wanted it more. He and men, like Menangola, he was oh. horrible. So bad, Chris. Uh, dude, if you're, if, I mean, if you're Scott right now and you're looking at the two going, maybe I just delist Menegola. <laughs> oh, for sure. I just put, I'll be like, well, oh, Kelly, right. cheaper. Um, but yeah, Holman, look, tackles extraordinary. He actually tagged Cripps for most of the game and Cripps still had a pretty good game. And if you look at his scores, 
Um, part of Omen tagging actually increased um, Cripps' scores because he had one of the highest games ever recorded for um, contested possessions uh, in terms of ratio on total possessions. So yeah, it was huge. Uh, yeah, like almost everything he touched was a contested possession, uh, Paddy Cripps. So, um, and that's because Holman was there every step of the way, making yep. tackles. And I think um, in terms of the battle, Cripps probably won it, but Cripps was nowhere near as impactful as Lions, as Swallow was, as Martin was, because Holman kept close check on him and put pressure on his disposal. So, uh, look, well done, Nick Holman. Like, honestly, I think he played a great game and probably underrated in in the end of it. Can I give a quick little shout-out to my man, Fiorini? Yeah, uh, didn't can. do too well. He got 20 disposals and just butchered it a little bit. So, <laughs> But yep. still playing well. Darcy McPherson, someone that I still like at his price point. Um, someone that if you had Tom Bell, I'm well, I'm going to Darcy McPherson. He's going to make you some cash. He's a little bit cheaper, so he's about 255k in standard. Yeah, I think we I should. Think he might be all right for for draft as well if you're really looking for a desperate option in maybe an 18 team league. Speaking of desperate options, Chris, I don't think we should let um, Lockie Weller off the hook. No, the <laughs> number two pick now. Uh, uh, even the commentators were shredding him at times, being like, "Oh, they 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 sold the farm to get him, and uh, he's playing in a back pocket." <laughs> well, Chris. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? <laughs> they sold the farm to get him, and there's still no milk on the Gold Coast. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Those teats They're aren't still ready. shipping it up from north, northern yeah, New South Wales. Those teats aren't ready. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, uh, no. Ed Kern, yeah, I did not see that coming. 148. Uh, again, a, a midfield that you're tagging Crips. Someone's going to get off the chain, oh. and it was Ed Kern out. Now, I think that they basically thought, okay... Well, Ed's going to be the one that doesn't have well, it. It's like, who am I going to tag? There's nobody and nobody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, basically, I think Lions and Kurnow went head to head and they just basically separated at stoppages and went, see you later. I'll catch you, catch you on. <laughs> um, but um, Ed Kurnow is probably the one that's least effective with his disposal, um, less damaging in terms of impact on the game. Yeah, he was- and that's why they just sent... He was, when he was delivering inside 50, it was always to a contest. Very rarely was able to hit up a lead, very, and it really impacted the way that Carlton can score. Well, Kurnow was actually going to go with Swallow, and then he thought, oh, bad idea, better spit that out. <laughs> so she's a baby. Spits or swallows. <laughs> how, dare oh, you break, reference. how dare you break wind before me? <laughs> um, but oh, do you want to uh, talk about uh, Monday? No, I don't want to talk about do you Charlie. Want, you, don't, you don't want it? He looks good. He looks fantastic. He looks, he looks good. I'll, I'll give tell you, you what. I, will, I will give you that. I will give you a Snickers. He's already got. Um, is that uh, so? He's got one ton. Uh, one. So he must be averaging like one ten at the moment. Um, the, the old, good old Charlie Kearney. Yeah, got a 90, 96. 96 and a one twenty five or one twenty six last week. That's not bad. I don't know. It's better than Petrarca. So. Both of his scores have been better than Petrarca's two scores, and he's actually hit a ton, which is uh, which is quite nice. Anyway, Marchbank didn't do too bad. Eighty one to back up from his uh, good score last week. Yeah. So. And- Actually, someone that I'd really want to highlight as well, SPS, so Sam Petrovsky-Seaton, um, just kept keeps going every week he's improving. This week, he looked awesome. Disposal a little bit off at times, but he looked really good. Um, and I, I like watching him develop because I think it, towards the end of the year, he's going to go bang. Um, so again, someone I've got in my draft team, someone you should look at if, you, if he's on the waiver, I would 100% consider getting him in. So. Yep. Can we toot our a horn a little bit here, Chris, on the next game? Let's go with Collingwood and GWS. No, I don't want to a, it, was, it was a good game, except for the fact you lost. I missed... Um, uh, you know what? Uh, so, just sidebar, guys. I missed the last 10 minutes of the game. Well, so that's why you lost? Yeah, that's pretty much why. I'm calling <laughs> it. We were down by three points with 10 minutes to go, and I had to leave. I literally was like, nah, I can't. I'm not, I'm not going to go. 
And then, yeah, I got I'm surprised, dragged you're, you're, by the girlfriends. I was going to say, I'm surprised because you're, you're a very stubborn man. I am a very, yeah, usually <laughs> I would literally punch people for less. But you were like, I am not leaving. I earn more than you. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's mostly true. <laughs> no, I should. I had a few drinks and I was like, nah, I should, I'll go. And probably Can also, we- I knew that, like, I don't know, in the back of my mind, we threw everything at GWS and they still won. We probably had the run of play for, I'd say, three quarters of football. Except they would, they just found a way, and that this is what good teams do. Good teams like GWS, when come up against a challenge from a underperforming team, they just find a way. They'll find an uncontested mark to get an easy goal, like or a switch of play that just releases three players. <coughs> in the bank. Um, that's what they did. That was the story of the game, well, essentially. I feel for Buckley, to be honest. Because, I don't feel for Buckley. No, because most of the time he can just sweep it under the rug, but now his <laughs> broomhead's broken. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's like, a great segue. You put your a, left foot in, you put uh, your right uh, foot out, you put your left awkward. foot in, and you kick. Did your you knees. see that um, that meme going around on Facebook as um, oh. uh, Collingwood's Collingwood's uh, broomhead after uh, the um, GWS game? It's like a broomhead that snapped into. Oh, so bad. That <laughs> was, was pretty that was bad. Painful. Poor form. Look, uh, look. Honestly, <laughs> um, I don't know what he was doing. That's what it's from. Peter Pan. Poor form. Poor form. Yeah, well, it is where it's from. Well done. Uh, oh, like good form. <laughs> anyway, um, look, I don't Brandy. know why. why, why like the, the ball was through, so why are you kicking the ball? Why you're kicking the post? Like it was through. Well, there was jokes going around that he just didn't want to play for Collingwood anymore. Well, <laughs> I mean, there was. Uh, he sure pushed him. Yeah. Oh yeah, he felt uh, bad too. He went and checked. Yeah, out the like, bathroom. but but he pushed him in the side to get him out of the way so he couldn't make a contact oh, with the ball. And then he saw, which he, he succeeded to. He didn't push him into the post. I know. So I anyone f- thinking that he did, that's not. Well, that's not I, I, I feel bad because he won't be able to do the hokey pokey for the senior dance <laughs> no, because they'll be putting their feet in and he'll be putting his feet out. Like he's got it all wrong, Chris. That's true. That's how you break. That's how you break your leg. Can we toot our own horn here a little bit, Chris? Because our horn. Cause yes. yes um, blessed. Hashtag. Hashtag oh, blessed. hashtag blessed. Can you okay. hear that? Oh, you hashtag blessed. <laughs> you can you can tweet your horn because you're the one who blessed them. Yes. I, I went along with it because yeah, I believe in you. With with the twilight <laughs> reminiscence, um, sparkling glazing chest. Kaniglo yes. actually was really poor at the start of the game and then literally just goals and, yeah. came back into it. And yep, 120, does... 120 for Canelio, uh and also a 110 for Shaw. So I put it down. It was like 441 points between yep. the two for two weeks. Shaw was taking kickouts this week. Oh, and so Finlayson's good. still got 106 with less kickouts. Finlayson too. Like oh, money, 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 money. Money, 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 money. Money. Well done. Money, 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 money. We're talking about Sadio Mane either. Mr. Big. Th- thank you for that goal on the weekend against Crystal Palace. Who do you think you are? <laughs> Mr. Are you, I like that you're singing and I'm just like going yeah. over the top. Like, you know, this is how we do. Uh, anyway, really <laughs> happy with those boys, particularly yeah. for uh, Standard and Draft. For Mahita is in. I'm just glad the other one. at this point in time, everyone is eating their humble pie. Because we suggested short for 70, literally since the start. 7% yeah. ownership. And people were... Now is unique. People and picked Hibbard people now side was trading Hibbard. Yeah. Um, and making and like 50k, 60k. Well, most people went savage over... Is it How much is it different? Maybe it's not like 100k between Shaw and Hibbard. Oh, it's easy 100k. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think it's 94 or something. Look at that. Um, But uh, people went savage over Shaw and Shaw's now outscoring or out-averaging by quite some... I think it's about 20 points per game. So, uh, yeah. Um, I think we th- we knew that that was capable of him, especially with the outs they've got, and it just keeps going. You know, yep. now Scully's mind out. You, mind you, versus Sydney this week, he'll probably get like an eighty odd. But look, I still think he's he's right. on track. It's going to happen to be ninety plus average. 
like yep. we were hoping, yep. or even close. Well, yeah, we said, look, I think 95 average is what he... If he gets less than that, I'll be surprised, with the potential of going over 100. Yep. So that's that's what I think. Um, Kelly played a stupid amount of forward minutes and got 14 tackles. He actually only had 20 possessions and still got a 108. If that guy's not working hard for your super coach team, then I don't know who is. That's the guy. That's the guy you want going into bat for you, Josh Kelly. That's a good. That's like it's like you're trying to you know sell used car parts. I am the, uh, 108 when he's 14 tackles, playing mostly in the yep. forward and, line. And uh, Toronto 113. So yeah. that's uh, two big weeks in a row. People are asking about Toronto. We'll get to that later on, Chris. Um, about well, whether they should put them in their standard side. Standard. I'm. I'm just not sold yet because I think Hopper will come in. I'm actually really keen. Hopper was good in the seconds, and they reckon he'll be in this week. So, yeah. And he's a contested ball beast. Well, I think that with the role change that Kelly suffered during that game was because they wanted that Tom Scully going up and down the flanks. So Kelly was the one that they pushed forward, yet now he's probably likely to go back into midfield, yep. which is great for us. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, 100%. Sorry for Tom Scully, because I love Tom Scully as a player. I think he's actually really, really good. And I think he provides a lot team. of value. Um, but what I was really surprised with, I mean, Callum Ward did Callum Ward things, one wait. That's about extended, what I think, what you expect. He went big early and well, then slowed and then came back at the Delidio end. showed up, Chris. Yep. He decided, you know what, 30 super coach points just ain't my bag, He was baby. pushed up again. Well... <laughs> Dude, so we've gone, okay, two, okay, high five. We've gone two Austin Powers and two old school. We're going to, we'll change it up later. We'll just see how we go. We'll see how we maybe go. Maybe a liar liar or something. <laughs> I don't know. We'll maybe go a Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> don't know if there's enough time. <laughs> don't know if I have enough time. Do one. Just discuss. Uh, okay, I'll do one. There's three for old school. There yeah. you go. Frank, the tank. Okay, cool. Um, Sorry, guys. Anyway, so yeah, Delidio, again, he was pushed more onto the ball. Um, so once Scully went down, he actually pushed up the ground. Um, it looked really good. Test those calves out. A bit of dust fell out. I yeah, heard. I don't know. Let's see how long you last. Let's be fair. Um, unfortunately, uh, Langdon, who actually had a really good game, um, he unfortunately has a broken thumb. I think it's broken thumb or broken finger. Um, yep. And he's now con- uh, confirmed to be out for four weeks. Now, the problem uh, with that uh, is... And the other problem was apparently Valco had a sore bum. <laughs> <laughs> such if, a Everyone likes a thumb in the bum joke. Even Hopper uh, White. Yeah, Hopper White, he loves it. Um, look, at the end of the day, the problem is not necessarily that out for four weeks. It's okay, I'm out for four weeks. But a guy like Giles Langman's not going to be in the, in the first team at four weeks, is he? He's going to work back through through the kneeful and then get back into the squad. I'll be, it'd be very unlikely if he gets over his injury and gets named the first week he's back in the starting t- starting side. The one good thing is at least in over those four weeks, he can still do fitness. So he'll still be able to run and train, but he just can't do any ball work or contact work. And I know how much you love ball work. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, so especially when I'm he, not sure yeah, what to do. He's got a hyphen. He's got two last names, Chris. So yeah, that's, a lot, that's a lot of ball work. Selfish, it's, really. Yeah, double, double yeah, handed, double handling. <laughs> I love double handling. <laughs> I, know, I feel like I'm going through customs. Uh, we had a guy last week. We had a guy last week that commented on Twitter. Shout out if you're there, mate, because it was funny. Um, he's like, yeah, I really like your content, but you got to just scale down on the innuendos. <laughs> and I said, sometimes I feel like we're the Todd. You know, <laughs> if anyone's watched Scrubs out there. Where he just makes constant innuendos and then goes for the high five and he's just left hanging. Uh, yeah, sometimes I don't feel like it's like that. This is hundred percent raw and unfiltered. Yeah. We don't we, because we don't edit. We just I don't know. It's kind of verbal diarrhea sometimes, but sometimes I think but, it's it's more entertaining that way. Yeah, and sometimes you laugh with us, and sometimes you laugh against yeah. us, and sometimes you just go, "What the fuck are they talking about?" Um. So with with Langdon, I think if you don't have a um a loophole player, 
I think you can keep him because he's going to be a loophole for the next however many weeks. GWS aren't the best loophole, but at least it's a loophole. Um, however, I, like someone like me, I've already got a loophole on my team. I'm not sure. I think I have to trade him because yeah. I don't think I think it's going to be six weeks until you get anything out of him. Well, I'm looking. Yeah, there was one foot I didn't have, and I think it was like, um, was it Waterman? Uh, yeah. So I'm looking at it, but then again, I'm gonna have to trade him out in like what a few it, weeks time he's, anyway. He's been so. impressive, but the thing is, again, when JJK comes back, when if he does, and round five, round six, touted at this point, um, I'm, I don't know. I'm trying. You're not going to get too many. I'm trying to work. I'm trying to work out whether I can make 150k. Yeah, and that's that's going to be key. I I think Waterman is a solid 50 to 60 averaging player. He's not going to get you too much more than that. He might make you 100k. I, Oh, stretch will be 150. Yeah. Um, see how you go. I don't know. Otherwise, I might just hold and wait for a better yeah. option. To I mean, up. ideally for me, I don't have I don't have Ryan, so I'm probably going to go Langdon to Ryan. Yeah. But it means that I can't pick up Danger this week. I got to wait a week. Yeah. Whereas I'm weeks. sitting, I'm sitting pretty good with my guys. Yeah. So, uh, look, can we talk about Rory Lobb and the fisting that uh, he received? You just or me? So I did. I did trade Cox to Lobb last week. Um, he was Lobb and Cox. Yeah. <laughs> Innuendo. Um, <laughs> Back at you. Uh, yeah, look, I don't know. Um, 58. He got absolutely towed by Grundy. Like, Grundy played the best game I've seen him play. Yep. Easily. Uh, he's he's three votes for me on the on the, on the day. And Jeremy Howe would have been definitely impressing the few percent that had him as well. 121. Yep. And Very good game. I mean, that's Jeremy Howe. He doesn't really... The thing with Jeremy Howe, is, as a defender, I think his highest last year was about a 130. He doesn't really have a like a, a Rory Laird ceiling, yeah. a one. A lot of games you know, between or, an eighty and a one twenty. Yeah, yeah. He's fairly consistent. I mean, even last year, I think he averaged ninety one, and I, I had him the whole year, and it never really was a player that I felt I was concerned about his average. Um, he ended up being the seventh averaging midfielder, uh, sorry, defender for the year, and I was happy with that. I think he's probably still around that same mark this year. So, um, good on you if you've got him because I think he's going to be a good player and is unique. And on the games, weeks like this, when Hibbard goes 70 and you've got a, a half for a 120, you've just gained 50 points in the pack. So oh, 100%. Um, look, let's not let Trull off the off the hook. He was doing horrible. Oh, he was playing full pocket. Yeah, and then kicked a couple of goals and then he ends up with a 108. And I think you know why, Chris? Because he can't kick. No. <laughs> well, that, apparently his kick rating, what was it, like 30% kick oh, efficiency or something? The, like not, not this it's week. one of the, the lowest before. for all AFL midfielders, yeah. He forgot his two-way boots. Ah, uh, Right, so they're so, like, you know uh, what, mate? We can't trust you to run both ways, so you know what? We're putting you in the pocket. Just go in the pocket, mate. Don't even run defensively. Actually, I think well, he had more to. tackles there. <laughs> <laughs> look, I actually... Look, every Trelaw has all of the attributes in the world to make it as a full pocket player. He's fast as lightning. He's hungry for the ball. And he doesn't run both ways. <laughs> he doesn't run both ways. I actually think that's that was a, one of the better um, coaching decisions of the day was putting him up forward. Um, more unfortunately is done for another four weeks. He's probably not very super coach relevant, but if you've got him in your draft side, unfortunately not out for a month. Um, now this is really impactful. So Grundy had a huge score because obviously he didn't have to share the ruck duties, but also played brilliantly. Um, Cox will 100% be back next week because they have no more. They've got no more and Reed will come back in. Um, so Reed will probably play center half back and, and Cox will play the lone tall in the forward line next week. Chris. You know, in our 18-man draft league, right? We were missing Mav Weller. We're missing quite a few people this week. Guess who I put back in our side? Who? Aish. Oh, and yep. And he got a 91. Very nice. Well, Aish played a fantastic game. He did. He actually looked quite good. I was very, very impressed. Um, he was actually playing a little bit around the ball and then forward of the ball. Um, but he was getting a lot of clearances. He was he was getting a lot of contested possessions. He got a 91, and he is a defender mid. So yep. not bad for a draft option, too, if you, are looking, if you are looking. 
Yep. Especially with the uh, flimsy, you know, defensive line at the moment. Although I uh, picked up Ryan uh, for free metal and that's working out well for me at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, overall, look, good on Collingwood for making a contest. I think everyone just says, yeah, like, good on you. I think they actually battled really hard and then it was just a, the little bit of class and, like, literally a, cu- a couple of polished things at the end and then it was like bang, bang, and then out of reach. There, look, that was it. Let's be fair. Um, GWS are a six-goal better team than Collingwood. And they did well to get it to 16 points. Yeah. And I think so, Stevenson's going to get you that 45 to 65 score. Yeah. I think he's fairly consistent, but I don't Played, think he's going to go huge. Yeah. Good without being overly noticeable. He's, he's basically Will Oscanelli at 2.0. He was a run and carry, bomb the ball 50 metres player. So uh, I, thought, I think he actually played quite well, but that is what it is. It's, yeah. I, this year he's not going to be blowing people out of the water. No. But Although I did hear his um, his pre-game show. He has his headphones on and his little walkie-talkie, old school. Oh, yeah. And it's um, the, yeah, he has Sony a, Walkman? Yeah, it's yeah. Sony Walkman, right? Okay. And he has a song on my heart, skips, skips a beat. <laughs> <laughs> heart, skips, Oh, skips. because he's got the heart issue. Yeah. Oh, good one. <laughs> you write that down earlier because that was terrible. I just sort of, of, it. of your Of your like puns today and of the past three weeks, that might be your worst. But, you know, as I said, you know, you got to hit some to lose some, right? Well, that's what we said about Ash. <laughs> and, he, and I mean, hit with a fist. <laughs> we can't talk about that, Chris. We're going from the... We're, we're leaving the pub. You're not watching the football. No, we can't talk about domestic violence, I'm Chris. kidding. Uh, okay, look, let's get into the next game because, um, let's face it, I'm over talking about Collingwood. So let's go into the Brisbane Lions. Oh, so oh. I, I'm glad that this game was on the same time as the Freer Westerner game. And I, I turned it over about halfway through the first quarter and went, oh, well, Ben's there. I'm not going to even watch this. <laughs> and, and I was actually there watching the game. Funnily enough, I had somebody uh, message our, I think it was Facebook page, uh, asking about Zorko. So I know there's probably a few of you thinking, you know, what's happening with Zorko? Um, so one guy... On Facebook, messages saying he thought he was playing in the like forward line yep. a lot more. So half forward, playing forward line a lot more. What's going on? What's up with his role? Um, the simple fact of the matter is he's getting tagged, right? Well, yeah, and that yeah. was it because I actually thought he was he, he's really agile. So he plays between like the, the defensive 50 and the forward 50, and he did get a lot of midfield time still, but he was getting tagged. So when you get tagged, you try and work your tag by really trying to be flexible. And he was just literally, I am surprised he got fined this week. I am 100% surprised that Zorko did not get rubbed out. Really? He was cracking the shits more than any, more than Sicily. Wow. He was cracking it. He was throwing in elbows and little jabs. Like, that's why he got fined in the end. He oh. was cracking it. He was complaining to the umpire, having a whinge, and he Maybe was just Maybe he dirty. didn't have his morning coffee in because he, you didn't he offer was, him that day. He was just dirty. And no, don't even start, Chris, because someone <laughs> took a photo with him at the airport and was like, oh, my God, he's such a nicest person. <laughs> Dude, so this actually happened. And then my friend's just like, oh, look, you'll look someone else. They're fine. He's fine. This just must be for you, Ben. Yeah, that Don't was me. try and buy him a coffee. So this, this actually happened, right? So... <laughs> um, a friend of uh, actually, it's it's a girl. She's um she's uh, friends with Ash, my girlfriend, and she came over. She's like, oh, I met Dane Zorka. I'm like, oh, really? Apparently, he's not very nice. Ben told me he rejected him for a coffee. No, I didn't say he's he wasn't like, very nice. She even this is the extent she went to to get a. Uh, he was at Carindale Shopping Center, so that's a shopping center on the south side of Brisbane. And uh, she noticed him in the store, um, uh, some men's store. Waited for him to walk out. No, no, she timed her run. So she, like, noticed him walking <laughs> and then, like, oh, there's there's Dane Zorko. And then lied to him and said, oh, can we get a photo? It's for my brother. He's a big fan. She's, like, huge Lion supporter. Why didn't she just say, I'm a big fan? I, I don't know. She was, she was scared. I mean, that's what I would have done. <laughs> that's what um, I did. Dane Zorko's girlfriend was the one that took the photo. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> so, uh, Look, so basically, he's actually a really nice guy. He just hates Ben. I didn't say he wasn't a nice guy, Chris. <laughs> just don't walk up to him saying, "Can I buy the Great Dane Zorko a coffee?" How and I think, is I think that? no. And I think, I think, let's let's be fair, Chris. I'm gonna I'm gonna back up Zorko here, okay? And if, okay. Dane, if you're listening, hashtag blessed. I love you. Um, <laughs> please break that tag. Uh, but <laughs> no, the problem was that like, he had he bought food and coffee for all the boys. Mm-hmm. So he was taking like a large order of stuff, and I offered to buy him a coffee, and he was like, "Oh, I'm set. Like I've got." Was there other lines players or just his mates? Or it was whatever? just his mates or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, driving around in a um, car. Sidebar: um, That same girl actually ran into Archie Smith in the valley last week and got a photo as well. Right. Hmm. Well, Zorko still got 105. He was getting a lot of the ball. Yeah. Um. He's still unfortunate because of his ridiculously bad first round. He has the third. Uh, highest break even of the week. He worked through um, his tag a lot better this week, though, Chris. Yeah, he's got a break even of 225. So uh, I, I think that's kind of out of reach. So I'm pretty confident well, that he'll be dropping in price. He will be, and it could be worse. I think uh, it could be Beams. Yeah. No, no, well, it can't be worse. I think Beams is lower, but Beams actually starts naturally lower So yes. uh, because of his price point. And the, yeah. At the end of the day, I don't think you can trade him. You pick his... Dane Zorko for a unique option. He's not going to get tagged every week. And there'll be – what's going to happen is this. Someone will forget because he's been tagged for three or four weeks in a row and had really dud games that Dane Zorko is an absolute jet. They'll go into jet. the game without a plan to tag him and then he will go off tap and get a 150 plus. Well, Chris, it's going to happen. 17 out of like 21 games he played last year, he got 115 or more. Yep. If you don't tag him. And he's him, already he had two games underneath 115. So yep. he, he is a jet, 100%. It's, and it's only because he's getting tagged. If he's not tagged, he's a 115 plus player. Yeah, and good old flimsy ankle, Rich. I mean, it's just making it harder for ha- making it harder for it. And they haven't even yeah. ruled him out, Chris. It's a week by week proposition well, apparently for Rich. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. So, but look, Christensen uh, was very good. Yep. He he tried to duck his head and get a few free kicks. No, he did too. He, he got he, one. He did. Oh, he got a I was like, ah, oh, there we go, Christensen. And he got ignored too for a bit of roughhousing. I think he so. was. Um, I think Christensen was uh, sliding underneath the cross. Uh, if you know what I'm saying. I was actually impressed with Matheson. Yeah, uh, he was in there. He got a ninety-seven. He's a Ford option. So for draft guys, uh, if he's available, I'm actually looking at him in our uh, ten-man league. So yep. if it's twelve or or you know more, he might be an option. Charlie Cameron playing out of full forward, basically the the way that say a, a buddy is and a Martin, um, they're playing him one out um, in the four fifty using his pace to his advantage. I can't believe Witherden got a seventy-seven. P.S. He was horrible. Yeah, he looked he got a lot of the ball. Though, oh he? my! He chipped to himself, runs until someone becomes close enough so to he, contact. Is that what we calling that a Sicily this week? Because that's pretty much all Sicily did this week. Where he took a lot of kickouts, Sicily, and then was literally like handball receive, and then went, oh, what do I do with it? Like, well, don't he, have anyone to kick it. Just kick it long down the line. Literally, bro. Witherden chips it to himself. Right, he's looking around. It's like play on or like no. So chips to himself, runs, waits for contact, kicks the ball really long straight to the opposition. Yeah, classic. He kicks it to like a three on one, and then they op- they mark it, and it's like, oh, I wonder what happened there. Yeah, teams aren't dumb. They yeah. know exactly. Anyway, that's look. That's going. enough for Brisbane Lions. Uh, Cam Rainer, twenty. We told you so. For those that have him, get rid of him. We told you so. And uh, Steph Martin. Yeah, I <laughs> Cam Rainer. Um, <coughs> and we'll go through a Q and A. But yeah, what to do with Cam Rainer? You shouldn't have him in the first place. But if you do have him, there's got to be a rookie. There's better to. options if you don't have yeah Ryan yeah. or someone like that. Seriously, hundred percent, they're cheaper and they're gonna score you more points. Um, um look, Steph I think- Martin got towed up by Gorn at the end of the day. Let's be fair. I mean, even though Gorn didn't really get too much himself. No, they they really negated each other, to be honest, because Steph has a better reach. Uh, No, sorry, uh, Gorn has a better reach. Steph was muscling him a little bit. So in the end, the ball was just... Like it was just you know tit for tat, just slapping your hand at the ball. Basically, two premium ruckmen that were just negating each other's... Instead of actually going on the attack, they were basically playing defensive ruck 
and just one of those neutral balls drops yep. down at the feet. And, of them. and the reason Gorn scored better was probably for the reach. That, yeah, that was it. He just got his hand on it more. Yep, that's it. Yep. That's pretty much it. Uh, and Melbourne won, so he was probably getting a few more of those, especially link plays into the 450. Yeah. I wouldn't expect Gorn to go under 100 too much oh, this year, though. Garlett was just tailing up, and yeah. it's just a freak game. He's a great player. Uh, I don't, he was on the end of a lot his, of like, oh, lucky plays. Huge, and he yeah. got like 50 last week, so for those. That are looking like, oh my god, he's great for draft. Yeah. Look, he got 50 last week and he did versus Alliance, who were bottom of the ladder. And Clayton he's a small Oliver. Forward. Clayton Oliver. That red nut. Were you just watching him going, I want this guy on my super coach team? Not quite. <laughs> he, is, he is very he consistent. So good. He is very consistent. He's, he, he was under everything. He is probably, I'm probably looking at one of my last sort of upgrades, I think. Um, I, I, I wish you know, I'd gone him over Crouch now. I'd be... Well, after I a 146 would, over a 50, yes, yeah, I would I would it, believe that too, Chris. His first round, I think he got 110-ish or something like that. Yeah, about 100 flat. So he, if I went if I went him, I would now be 60 or 70 points better off um, without having to waste a trade. So, yeah. And um, you did have him in your side, I believe, Chris. I did. Yep. Uh, and I was Except you got scared crouch, off. you got Crouch in draft. And well, yeah, he, would, the... he had to do a fitness test to play round one. And I was like, well, if he's doing that, he's probably not going to score yeah. very well. Jesse Hogan went big. Jones did pretty much what he did. Tyson actually got near 100, which is great for you, Tyson, because he only got 200 last year. Yep. Good on you, mate, especially first game back. Um, Melksham's yeah. actually been impressive, I feel. Well, but he had a dud game last week and then yep. came back this week. So the Trapper got 85. Yeah, uh, down on last week again. Uh, again went big and then stopped. I think we, Again, went really well early and then stopped. Here, here's the funny thing, right? Watching his first two games, I think it's pretty much as we said at the start of the season, he will probably average 85 to 90. Yep. He won't be a top 10. We I, we picked him for, say, an 87, 88. I just don't I don't think he's yep. going to average 90. No, and, 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 and it's looking even more relevant. I think that. people picked him because they thought he was going to be top six forward. Oh, and I I'm, thought he was I'm not huge. on the train. I'm definitely not on the train. So, yeah, I think it's... And the, uh, other people are now trading him in on the back of... Uh, he's t- a 93 and 85 with a Sicily trade out. Do not trade out Sicily if you've got him. It's one week. You can't just get him out for one week. It's, you may as well. If, if, if you, you traded Toby Green last week, then well, if same you have thing. if you have Ryan and all those other guys, like maybe you could afford a week. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, I mean, like you'll get an extra. You get a, you get a loophole. You get a loophole for a week. You get to run the extra gauntlet. Hope Ryan does well. Take his score or whatever. You know, like whatever it happens to work out to be. Yeah, but look, Chris will get into that Sicily. because Chris is in that dilemma. I am not. I am. <laughs> Fortunately or unfortunately. And look, um, I think that's about it for this team. Yeah, and look. I mean, oh, Fritz. The... Fritz did well. He actually started very well. He was near 50 at half time, And then cop like, I don't even know what the injury was. It was so inconspicuous. He ended up like coming down like head first, body over like on someone's knee. So it kind of looked like a rib injury. It looked like or, sternum almost yeah, as well. Oh, it was, it he was, went off and he was having trouble breathing, It I was think. very awkward. He was yeah. off He was off for quite a while. He did come back on. Yeah, and, but um, barely. He didn't do much until I actually thought he was still off the ground until the last kick yeah. after the siren where he kicked a goal, Thank I think. God. Just so salvage some points. 60, 60 points. So I am very happy with Fritz. Yep. Uh, he is not my friend in the Fritz. He's he still going to be my starting, you know, my F6 at the moment. Yep. Uh, over Orion for sure because I'd rather have 60 than the possibility of getting a 40. Yep. So, so. but um, look, Melbourne did Melbourne things and they God, they thought they were going to win and they just let they just sat back on their laurels. Yep. Now, this is one game I liked watching, the oh. uh, Frio-Essendon game, and I think it's mainly Could because... Could not believe it. P.S., if anyone out there is doing a tipping comp, like, how did you do? Because seriously, I did horrible. I actually gained the pack by two. By getting four tips right this week. Yeah. <laughs> I got two tips right this week. I went Richmond. I went Essendon. I went Sydney. I actually had Port. Well, Port was my upset. Essendon's, that's a rookie error. Port was my upset. 
right? I actually so had, Adelaide, I had Adelaide tips and stuff. Port was going to be my upset because the rest were mainly favourites, right? And then I was like, oh, there were so many upsets already happening. So I was like, oh, Sydney at home. Well, at half go, time, you're probably looking pretty. Yeah, I'll go, yeah. And then Port just ran over the top of them. Yep. And then I looked at all the wines and then I felt happy about myself. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so look, first first and foremost, Nat 5 coming back to the four with a 120. Uh, Monday was actually. I was gonna say, better, how dare you like talk down to Monday? He got a one twenty three. Mister, Mister in the preseason. Oh, Monday's gonna oh, be no, terrible. Mo- Monday's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he turned back the clock. So Monday at the start of last year was averaging like one seventeen. Yeah, and then ended up with doing nothing. So look, he I thought it was great for him to get in, yeah. in there and have a have a run around for the old lad. Yeah, and look, Fife actually um, played a lot better in the first half and then was quieter in the second half. But you would have been happy with Walters. I was very happy with Walters because he started slow and worked his way. Of the game and um he he made he's the thing about walters when he really you can see it's like a bit like cyril when the game's changing it's because he's doing the walters things he's doing that that really tough um great clearance work that leads to goals um when walters doing that frio are winning and so that's why i really really like him because he's his impact on the game is really shown in his points and scoring as well uh, very much similar to say yeah, when uh, Hawthorne needed someone to win a centre clearance on Monday, who'd they throw in the guts? Cyril. And what happened? Bang. Wins a centre clearance, chases up, tackles, holding the ball, they win the ball. It was fantastic. But um, that's why I really like watching Walters, and I was glad to get, see him get 116. I actually said um, earlier in the week that all my people that I have on my team are pretty much averaging what I thought they were going to average, which is true. So I'm anticipating Walters to average somewhere between 95 to 100. At the moment, I think he's averaging, I think, smack bang in the middle of that, 95 or something like that. Um, great. Um, Luke well, Ryan? Yes. Oh, Blakely. Well, I mean, Blakely. Blakely, well he well. had a horrible game last week. But look, he, you know, had a good game this week. Good I, don't think, I don't think he's really standard relevant. But again, it, he could be someone that slipped in your, um, oh, he's probably not someone that slipped in your draft, but. No, someone he, could have he, dropped went, him. he went pretty early in draft. Someone actually, could have dropped him to the waiver. Yeah. Because he had a really bad JLT and then he had a really bad round one. 100%. So you might, might pick up a, a Blakely on your waiver. But yeah, Ryan did uh, really well. So he 106. So he's basically averaging around that 96 mark. But um, look, I think Fremantle did really well. I think they can uh, be really proud of themselves. They're probably floating on cloud nine at the moment. Yep. But um, like all things that float, make sure that you keep grounded. Yep. Uh, make sure you have Wilson. One thing, <laughs> Wilson. Well, Wilson went really well. That's a segue. That was a great segue. Yeah. Felt like you were actually rolling on a segue at this point. <laughs> you know those. Like Paul Blart. Segways? Yeah. 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 Exactly like Paul Blart. Yeah. Well yeah, done. Right. Um, look, uh, Wilson played really well, got a lot of ball, uh, used it really well. I mean, again, and we've said this multiple times throughout the preseason and now, he will have games where he will go uh, you know, 100 plus or 90 and, and great. Um, but he'll also have those games he'll have oh. 60 and he'll probably average around 88. 80, yeah, I yeah. 100% agree. And yep. I'm just laughing at those that traded out five still. Seriously. Oh, dumb. If you did trade out five, shame on you. 100%. Um, Neil uh, came back down to earth because he's a spud. I'm kidding. Yeah, he's not look, a and Banfield 64, Brayshaw 62. Don't like Chris was looking before the Langdon issue. Chris yes. was looking at trading out Brayshaw and bringing in uh, Ryan in the forward line and then putting. Um, Kernow, no, not Kernow. Garlet. Garlet in the in the midfield, which would have been a, a great option. But look, I mean, Fremantle did versus Port Adelaide, who has a good midfield, and then they versed um, Essendon, who doesn't have a bad midfield either. Uh, I'm actually interested to see this week. I think Gold Coast, they're pretty shallow in the midfield. I'm actually really quite well, keen. Yeah, I would have said that before the start of the season. They've actually come out and said, hey, we can run. Like, we can tackle. We, we've got, we're hard at the ball now. Well, I'm, I'm thinking Brayshaw and Banfield could have a really good week this week. That's what um, I'm hoping on. I think they'll make money this week. 
I just don't know. Um, I'm look. Here's the thing: they will make money, guaranteed. Banfield will make make much more money than. Basically, Banfield I think is averaging about three points less than Brayshaw, and Brayshaw is ninety thousand dollars more expensive. Oh, sorry, eighty thousand dollars more expensive. So, uh, to me, if you're gonna, if you need, if you're looking for cash, um, for me, uh, Ryan would make is gonna make maybe seventy k yeah. first week. How funny is it that all these cheaper guys are making like doing better? Oh, it's always the case. It, it, it yeah, but we said that originally. Like yeah. the only expensive guy we liked was Brayshaw, and, he and then he's not other, even turning up. Yeah, but then you yeah. look at Dow got like what thirty week one. Yeah, uh, LDU didn't do done. well. Hunter Clark didn't do well. So I mean, all yeah. these expensive guys who you think are better. You know, it's it's, it's about not... watching their form and things like that. And and to be honest, I think the right move was to start with the cheaper Brayshaw. guys. Yep. Well, Brayshaw. Well, yeah, Brayshaw. Yeah. Sorry. But he just hasn't he hasn't shown it. So I am looking at a corrected trade now. Here's the thing. So Brayshaw will definitely make you money. He's going to make money, but he's probably going to make at this point maybe a maximum of a hundred k. Yeah. If I'm... I go down to Ryan, I've got I'm probably going to make two hundred k. Yep. Plus. I'm gonna make the difference in trading, um, you know, Brayshaw to Ryan, which is another eighty. Yeah. So I'm gonna make two hundred eighty k on the one trade. Well, yeah, not to mention that, but because then you because you get him, you're then also able yeah. to put the guy in the midfield. Yep. Uh, Gullet, and then Gullet will make more flexibility. Well, Gullet should make hundred k or more easy. Anyway, yeah. Well, so. and and the other thing, like if if Brayshaw is not on your field scoring. Then what's he doing there? He's not making as, yeah, as and much that, cash. That's, that's going to be my dilemma this week. I've got had, Holman I've had and him. Kelly, who they're, they're basically locks for well, the next five games. I've had Brayshaw right? on field the first two weeks, and yep. he's not on my field this week. Yep. And that is an issue. Well, I, I'm smart, and I started Kelly and Holman on field. You are um, smart. Because, I mean, form, form is form at the end of the day. But, yeah, Brayshaw, if he's not on your field scoring your 80s and 90s, then get the hell out of my team. Because I, I can make more money elsewhere. I just don't like expensive rookies... I don't even think he's got fantastic job security. The way Frio are throwing their, their rookies in and out, and well, I yeah, mean, two words, Ross Lyon. Yeah, I mean, Banfield, like what? Take away the fact that he's a high draft pick. Banfield is playing equivalent football. So why would you know? Apart from the fact that he's a high draft pick, he's got no advantage in terms of selection over a Banfield anyway. So I'm I'm more inclined to um leave, to to trade out a Brayshaw. Not that it's the right move to do, depending on your side. Um, you know, if you don't need to do it, don't. If there's no corrective trade to do it, don't do it. But if you're like me and you don't have a Ryan um, or you don't have a Kelly or you don't have a Holman and you're looking for a way to get in, trade away your Dows, your Brayshaws, your Hunter Clarks. Get 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 them out of your team. You don't need them. They're not just clogging up your pine at the end of the day. And these guys are going to score well for you on field and make cash. Double win. Um, now, on to Essendon. So, Devin Smith... Um, Hot news, fresh off the wire, um, is that uh, Devin Smith has actually gone in with Michael Hurley uh, for precautionary scans. Don't know what that exactly means. Um, I think they just wanted just to check up. I or? think they just wanted to have a bit of a scan on Smith's head because uh, apparently he just towered up a little bit and his head's a bit inflated. <laughs> they just wanted to make sure that it is human size and that it will fit into a head. He had a great game. Oh, he had a great game. game. And I just see him. I, they just like they Frio's midfielders dropped off him a lot. Like, um, he did win a lot of clearance ball, but they, they dropped off him a lot. So. Hurley has not dropped at the start of the year like we thought he would. Um, yeah, but I mean, he's still he's not had, good. He's, he will drop in price. Oh, I would love to see his break even. Well, he's actually doing quite well, Chris. So he's you know he's had two good scores in a row, but at the same time, will he make the full season? That's probably the biggest dilemma. Um, but yeah, I mean the biggest break even would have to be Zach Merritt after his KO, hundred percent. Oh yeah, um, he actually is leading. Um, but uh, Hurley at the moment has a break even one thirty five. 
So he's likely to, unless he gets a one thirty, which I don't think he's likely. No, I don't think so. But I think he'll. I don't think he'll drop much. I don't think he will. No, he won't drop much. But it's enough to say, (coughs) look, he won't drop as much. Shaw's probably going to gain fifty k first week. Great. Hibbert's probably going to drop about seventy k. Hibbert is a a more unfortunately bad. He'll probably drop a lot. Bloody Um, Hibbert. Changing roles. Why would you change? We asked about changing roles, and then next minute he's not taking kickouts or doing anything. Uh, anyway, let's, let's let's just not talk um, about that. On to Zach Merritt. So Zach uh, literally uh, has the highest bra- uh, break even, obviously with his concussion in week one, uh, of two hundred and forty-five. Uh, negative two hundred. Sorry, not negative two hundred forty-five. So uh, yeah, negative two forty-five. Yeah, would be, not, he'd yeah. be making hundreds oh, of thousands. Yeah. Um, so predicted to uh, to drop quite heavily in price. Um, I'd say that he's probably going to drop at least fifty k. He could be, unless he, I mean, look, he could also turn up next week and get a 120, 120 back to back. But I'd say he's probably going to be uh, somewhere in the vicinity of 500 to 550 in two or three rounds. Oh, so he could be an upgrade target I think, I early. Think, I think less. What is he, 600 flat? He'll be dropping below five. Well, over the over the next, it depends. He could drop as if, if he averages around about 60, which he's not going to do over the next few rounds. He could drop, drop as much as 140 over the next three. Uh, but um, I'm just. I think that he might get 100, 110 and probably plateau at about that 80K drop. I think he'll probably be about 520K in two or three rounds, um, which is a nice little upgrade target. I think he'll be under 500, my friend. Look, Um, anyway, that's just agree to disagree on that one. Let's see how that pans out. I say he'll go 480K and it will be a steal. I'd love to side bet, but I'm winning all those apart from Franklin. So uh, actually, I think that's pretty close to it. I think you can't say all of those when there's like a sidebar at. Except for Franklin at the end of it, Chris. You can't oh, well, we'll work that out later. Look, I think anyway. I'm, I'm only like 30 points back now. Yeah. Anyway, uh, look, apart from that, I mean, McGrath didn't do very well this week. So nah, hard to them. Stringer, I reckon, actually will get dropped this week, 100%. Hopefully. I think he will. He does not look interested. Uh, Tipper is not doing as well as we would have liked. Parrish did okay, 80. Not that great. Again, for those that thought he was going to break out, I mean, I think he will average in the 80s. But... You know, not in the 90s. 80 so. to 85 is what... Oh, no, we said 83 to 87. Yeah, in that. and I think that's still accurate. I yeah, mean, first week bad. he did okay. So, look, and that's pretty much it for that side. Yeah, I mean, look, um, actually quite an entertaining game. So I really like watching it. It was much better um, than watching uh, the uh, Lions uh, versus Melbourne game. So I'm glad I did that. Oh, but P- uh, P.S. I think we did this little rant last week, Chris, where you're saying how Bontempelli wasn't as good as McRae for those options. I love being right. <laughs> Well, more, McGray, more, okay, more, so this more is the thing. by more by ownership. Like it was like eleven and a half percent owned for Bond. Yeah. Well, McRae's actually averaging one thirty, and so he's great pod. Still in one percent of teams. Um, but here's the thing: last year, McRae kicked a grand total of two goals for the entire year. Two. This this year, he's already kicked five. Kicked three this week. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, he's the only real shining light, apart from say a Toby McLean as well, who got got a nice score on the back of no liver this week. But uh, I'm just going to hold your caution on that because Mitch Wallace. Yes, Mitch oh. Wallace uh, got 29 disposals and four goals in the seconds this week. He will not be left out. Yeah, and you it, cannot it, you cannot get 29 disposals and kick four goals and not get into a shit. If team. you're going to replace Tom Lipitori like, with anyone that plays for Western Bulldogs, who are you choosing? Yeah, Wallace. Well, 100%. 100%. They're the and most similar types of players that they have in the team. 
and they can't leave him out this week. You cannot go zero and no. two and play poorly and then leave out a guy who's a quality player. I don't usually trust Bevo, but I'm trusting him to do the right thing. Well, I have to. You can't get 29 disposals and four goals and not get into a shit team. No. 100%. Especially when they've just got... And I don't, I, don't, I don't want to call them that because... Actually no, they got tailed up by West Coast. I put them at eighth this year and that's looking horribly Ooh, wrong. Yeah. Unlucky. I know. I was thinking like it would be the comeback, no. you know? Come back recharged. Yeah. Um, no, look, uh, I think McRae played an absolutely fantastic game. He was everywhere, kicking goals from contests, kicking goals from stoppages. McLean was, was say, pretty, uh, was actually quite clean with the ball. I was going to say, Chris, normally for my comeback, I like to get it off your face. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, my Lord. That's true. Hunter, That's two weeks in a row. Um, uh, and it actually, no, no, I think he was actually pretty poor. He got 100. No, he got Did 114 he... this week. Yeah, but last week. Yeah, he got 100. Yeah. I was like, what's going on um, with Hunter? I, well, I, I think he was actually in the contest quite a bit again. Again? Don't tell anyone that we said this. <sighs> and we uh, we're, not, we're not plugging him up. No, Zaharakis is going better. It's fine. Oh, no, you did what, for one week. Shh. Okay. Zaharakis Shh. is better. Hunter, <laughs> so two times. To clean the, yeah, but you watch. Again, Wallace comes in. He's going to play more outside. Yeah. He's, he's, um, the chips will cool on this one. Yeah, no, and... Um, uh, he was all of, again, class. He, he got... He, he played two types of games. Very, very outside, and then very, very inside. It was it was unique watching it because I was like, why is Hunter in there? He was getting a lot of free kicks as well. And then, again, oh, there's a scrimmage. Oh, handball out. Oh, who's there? Well, <laughs> who's I'm, there? I wonder, who, who are they passing to? Oh, wait. Oh, there he is. Look, I actually had a look into the little handbook of Hunter. And um, so last year, he was the gatherer. And this year, he's inside and he's hunting. <laughs> So this year is the hunter. Oh, the hunter and gatherer. Yeah. <laughs> Last year, he was the gatherer. Oh, that makes so much sense now. I see it clearly now. We go into the bear pit. Anchorman? <laughs> Anchorman, no? yeah, yeah. I saw it. Uh, good. Uh, Bond is, uh, is really disappointing. And are you regretting saying that? Well, it's actually quite interesting <laughs> because him and Pendles are probably like almost identical scoring because I think Pendles just made the t- got 100 they are very week. close they are very yeah. close I am happy with Jay uh, Johannesson doing well this yeah I played behind the ball yep like what more do you want he literally played a fantastic game playing behind the ball I was a bit upset Dunkley I brought into my draft side for one week oh yeah and because I thought they would win and no didn't I, work what out. did I say on the podcast last week there is no way that uh, Nick Natanui in the form that he is is going to let that midfield do anything that's what happened Nick Nat, when Nick Nat was on, again, in the ruck, West Coast were the best team. Easily, easily the better team. And then as soon as Lysette gets in there, who actually played not a bad game, but his hitouts were still poor, that's why the midfielders on the opposition team still scored quite well because they would shark the hell out of Lysette's taps. I still couldn't believe Ryan just killed it. Oh. Small forward. Well, that, that mark was pretty good. But then oh. Nick, did you see Nick Nat's specky? No, I missed Nick that one. Nat, Nick Nat got on some shoulders. Did he use a stepladder? Yeah, you know, he didn't need one. Walking he just, stick? He almost jumped over the guy. Like, Liam Ryan comes in and does this great grab, very reminiscent of, say, uh, the Andrew Cracker grab, um, but he landed on his feet. Now, if you're up on in the air... Hope Nick that use protection. Hope I can't, I'm on. But, you know, when Ryan went up, I mean, to make that spectacular, to, if you want to Jeremy Howe the crap out of that, you got to go to ground. Don't land on your feet. Where's the fun in that? 
Get to the ground. You got slave feet. Yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I thought Liam Ryan played a, a brilliant oh, game. Oh, huge. I thought... Huge um, game. Sorry, that was uh, the longest yard um, quote that probably yeah. seems racist. No, <laughs> I thought it was. That's why I skipped over it. I was like, no, you've got no idea. No, it's when Nelly is running real quick yeah. and they're like, oh, he's got slave feet. Game day boy. Get him some, you know, Reebok. Um, but yeah, it was good to see Ryan do that and uh, it's great for super coach teams. I don't have Ryan. I want to get him in because his break even is massive. Oh, it's not um, much. Oh, side note though, Barras, that's two hundreds in a row basically. Yeah. I think got a hundred flat and then one twelve. Um yeah, for draft. And, I am not too sure. Like I, I need to see more of Him and McGovern away. are both playing basically that one or the other is peeling off and taking intercepts when they're moving forward into that web. Um and so that's why they're going well, as well as Hearn, who's taking kickouts. Um It's crazy. I looked actually into this because a lot of people are saying, Okay, let's get in Hearn. Uh, oh, bad choice. And no, so we we are very, very, very against it because his role could change at any moment in time and he's going to average a 40. Um, and he old. At the back end last year, though, I think it was the last seven games, five of them were tons. Oh, he went He went, he went big at the back end he, and he's gone big. At well, the we looked at the 10. stats. He, he was averaging like something horrible, like 60 yep. or no, 70 maybe for the first half of the year yep. and then went big, like 120 last average. Last seven on games, the yeah, yeah and with a high of 165. He has the ability to go big and they're using his kick to go over the zone. That's what they're doing. So... Um, I like, I don't, I'm not against it, but it's a, look, you got to have some big gonads to go Hearn. Like you got to have some real big balls. Cause you got to say Hearn's top six defender this year. That's what you're going to, that's what you're saying. I don't have the balls. So great. If you want to do it, I'm staying out. Great draft option if you got him. So, uh, well, um, um, uh, darling playing well without Kennedy there and was actually taking a few marks. Yeah. I think that's more. Um, Bulldogs have an undersized defense, and he was actually just marking over them. Well, here's Literally the, here's the funny part. So I'm just having a look now, Chris. Barras uh, only had like 17 disposals at 85% efficiency. Yep. And that's, a lot why, of intercepts. Hit, that's why he hit the ton. A like, lot of huge. intercepts, yeah. He was taking contested intercepts as well. So he was taking, he was in a one on one and taking contested, contested marks, which score big points in Supercoach. So contested intercepts. Yo, just doing, doing the thing. Doing the thing, mate. Playing mainly midfield. But you know what is awesome about Yo? When the game needs to be controlled oh. or balanced and West Coast decide, hey, I want to... um, Sorry, 14 disposals. He's averaging 17 disposals for the... Ah, okay, cool. So 14... So, yeah, contested possession six. six. I reckon they were all intercept marks. Um, Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I, sorry. seven intercept possessions. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Interesting. Uh, so Yo is playing mainly midfield <coughs> and having stints behind the ball. So what's what he's doing is literally lining up at, at center clearances, especially when Nick Nat's there as an extractor. But he's got um, he only actually got twenty disposals this week, um, seven tackles and seven marks. So one of the things he was doing is he's falling behind the ball when they want to switch play. He's he's one of their designated kickers still, so they look to him to get the ball in his hands to get around zones and to switch play and things like that. Um, also, he's one of the guys that they look for if they're on the halfback flank and they want to go to a designated kicker. So, uh, you just he's gonna score that. He's yep. just I think he's just I, much I, better. I dropped the ball, Chris. I put Hibbert in my side in the last two weeks over Yo. More so for spite, my head and my heart did not agree, and I stuffed up, Chris. I well, stuffed up. I'm just I'm just glad that you 
Uh, owned up to your I'm mistake. human, Chris. <laughs> I am human. I like to think everything out, and then in my head, I'm like, stuff, yo, Hibbard. Well, tell Hibbard me your has rage a, trade, because... Hibbard, Hibbard has a great start to the year, Chris. Hibbard has a great start to the year. His role looks really good in the in the preseason. But it actually did. It's it not did. your fault. And it's now, like and Melbourne now, are the ones that stuffed And now him. Hibbard is a pack of peanuts with... He's not getting the same role. He's not getting kickouts. He couldn't even score well against Brisbane. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we're looking at, okay, so he, I, I was going in eyes open. He hit like 10 tons out of 20 games or something. Maybe not 20, maybe 10 out of 18 games last year. So I wasn't expecting him to get a ton every week, Chris. Yep. But to get like 70 and 70, I'm like, mm, especially when Yo's getting hundreds. Yeah. I mean, Yo's even like, he, he pushes forward. And he was forward. consistency. He was consistent last year. I do like, I like Yo's role. Uh, I like what they're about, yeah. and so for me, I'm trying to save Grace, I think, this week. The one thing that I don't like about Yo playing on the ball is when West Coast have a, for, a forward stoppage, he's around the ball, and this week he kicked, I think, maybe two goals, or maybe, you might have correct me on that, I think two goals from stoppage, which was great, right? The problem with that is he's not going to do that every week, and what he used to be doing is he used to be that savage-style player sitting on the halfback flank waiting for that quick kick out to get that intercept mark. That's what Yo used to do, and that's what would spike his scores. Um, so I'm hoping that he still gets a chance to do that throughout the year. But look, he's averaging um, just what is it 108 or something like that, and I think he'll probably yeah. average about 100. I think it's about 107 at the moment, something right. like that. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Uh, Yo didn't kick any goals this week, Chris. Surely, surely you did. Yo, zero yeah. goals, zero. Wow, that's pretty so, impressive. So, so Chris, you see the decimal in the middle? That means he kicked zero goals <laughs> and zero behinds. Oh, yeah. Do we even know the game? No, I don't. Don't know. This is the two big sticks or? <laughs> let's just no, but it must, so I must, so I must have had uh, flashes of last week because I watch him so closely. Uh, but look, he, I think he's playing fucking brilliant football. I shouldn't swear, but he's. I think you're just trying to talk him up to the crowd here, Chris. You know who he really did two goals? Well? Shuey and Redden. They had premium service <laughs> and they turned the ball over like it's going out of fashion. Oh man, <laughs> Chris is having a little draft rampage here, guys. Don't Sorry. pay attention to him. He oh. he got spanked. He had. He had Crouch go down injured, so Matty Crouch go down injured. Yep. And then he had um, oh, Redden. So the guy that I played this down. week, this is no sidebar. The guy that I played this week had three zeros on his field because he didn't even wasn't even paying attention. But he happened to leave the C on Dusty, and he, he still beat Chris by two hundred points. Yeah, he smacked the hell out of me because I had Crouch. I had Captain Crouch. So in draft, just okay. This is just a, a strategy thing, but in draft. If your premium mid plays early in the week, you can't really vice him because that, what that means is you've got to take the lowest score on your bench. Now, um, to be you know, usually out of four players on your bench, you're going to have a low score. But it's sometimes not even worth VCing someone. So if you're really confident in a captain option, you just got to put the C on him regardless, which is what I did. I just went straight up. No, you're going to be my captain. I'm not confident in Rockcliffe's. Rockcliffe's captaincy, which I, I, that would have been worse. Well, Rockcliffe scored less than 50 points. I wish I could relate, Chris, but I have Dangerfield. Oh. <laughs> I'm in Dangerfield. You see what yeah. I did there? Yeah, that's good. Have we gotten through West Coast, Chris? Oh, uh, yeah. Let's 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 move on because, I mean, they were really impressive, but I don't think they're going to do that every week. However, again, Nick Nat's opponents over the next few weeks. Well, they're versing Geelong this week, so West Coast. But Zach Smith, Zach Smith, did, did he play? He no, didn't play this they, week. They didn't, they, no, yeah, they, no, they didn't play him. Just got dropped. Yeah, Stanley. They got who dropped. Who got towed by? Well, here's the thing. They Stanley. So they were talking in the commentary, being like, "Oh, Geelong chose Stanley because he's more mobile as a ruck." What? Which is a load Zach of crap. Zach Smith is is he's as mobile. mobile as they get. And literally, 
Stanley just got muscled so bad. Oh, McAvoy like, just went to town. He went, McAvoy went to town yeah. and said, Stanley, you are my oversized bitch. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I can't wait this week. I might even vice. I actually think. I might even vice. When are West Coast playing this week? Are they the playing part. Sunday, I, I know. I do know Stanley kicked a goal, but I actually think that having Stanley in costs them the game. Probably. Because Mitchell had one of the best games I've seen him play. Zach Smith would have got more hitouts to advantage or at least neutralised the contest or at least gone with McAvoy to bring the ball to ground. McAvoy was getting intercept mark after intercept mark after hitout after hitout. He was going big. It was stupid. I think the big thing just... uh, We're getting a little bit off topic and probably should be talking about this in the... the No, it's okay. They can can catch up. But um, when McAvoy was getting winning the hitouts, he was winning them big to the outside circle. So to a someone on the run, which was usually a Mitchell who would kick inside the 50. Now, usually what happens is it'll be a, a contested ruck situation, unless you're Nick Nat, the ball drops from a center clearance and then there's a bit of a scrimmage and maybe a handball that's a quick kick out. But they were getting clear run and clear ball on the outside and able to kick in. And that was really, really hurting Geelong, especially in the third quarter. But anyway. Let's, anyway, look, let's get to the Sydney Port Adelaide game. Great game of footy. Absolutely awesome game of footy to watch. And I was really, really happy with it. Um, what did you take out of the game? Did you watch the game? I didn't, actually. I copped okay. a little bit of it. Um, and then I, I did watch the first half, Chris. So I, I did tune in. And then I kind of went, oh, okay. And then I left it and I came back and I was like, Port Adelaide won. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Which was... Like, oh, oh, meanwhile, I mean, as all of us do, I kind of look at the scores and I just saw Ollie Wines just keep climbing that. And I just kept on getting bigger, a- bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, Wines gets his points not from kicking well, but just kicking to contests. So I noticed quite a lot. He's, well, he's he a horrible a of, kick, Chris. Yeah, had a lot of clearances. And then when he would kick, it would just be a long down the line kick to a um, to a, you know, a, yeah, a pack situation. Yep. So um, so it didn't really impact his scores negatively, which was great for his scoring. Um, Pollock was interesting. Um, I think you had a look at his heat map, didn't you? Playing quite a lot. Pollock, yeah. yeah. Um, I had a look at his heat map. More for draft. So again, a good draft option. Uh, I think he got a 124, no, 126 this week. I think he got about an 80 last week. So that pretty much brings him at a 103 average for two rounds. But he's he's had a lot of ball around the defensive 50 uh, and along the wing. So it's pretty much like a big U-shape yep. at the moment. So defensive 50 with a little bit around the wing. Looks like they're getting him to, like they're using his his, his efficiency. He is a pretty good kick, yeah. uh, especially when you look at um, you know, some of their injuries yep. as well. Uh, so, yeah, I, I just find it interesting. So it I looks, think a lot of their defenders are scoring quite well because they're getting a lot of ball in the defensive 50. And I think that also helps, um, particularly when you kind of look at some of the young guys as well. Yeah, um, DBJ, um, you got Houston as well, and Bonner, all these guys that are around are playing that defensive role. Um, they're doing a, lot of, a bit of chipping, but really... They, they are winning a yeah. lot of ball in the half. Well, I think, I think Barry's kind of, they're leaving him with where that is and then they're putting a pole leg more behind the ball because yeah. that's where they are weak. I think Barry's probably the one you want going inside 50 anyway, but yeah, you know, who, who Well, knows? I mean, I think that, that, that bodes well for security anyway at this yeah. point in time. I think the fact that Pollock is doing that behind the roll ball, um, right, behind the ball roll, yeah. behind the roll ball. Um, <laughs> and look, obviously Ryder going out means that Dixon and Westhoff are sharing ruck duties and their yep. scores have just gone massive. I don't know why, and this is so funny like you hear commentators and even people writing about the game oh Dixon what a great find and he can hit in the ruck I'm like cost him a lot to, they cost the port a lot to get him did in did they not know that Dixon rucked for Gold Basically, Coast yeah. for a whole year yep 
Like, do they not know this? Because Zach this? Smith was down, he literally rucked the entire year. He rucked yep. the whole year and averaged like 100. Yep. Like, I don't see... And they're like, oh my gosh, why how great old oh, Dixon's been... It's great to have this option up your sleeve D- and yeah, blah, blah. Dixon having it, having a go in the ruck. Four like, centimetre forward who's previously rucked. You, uh, do you know anything about football? Yeah. Okay. Like, seriously, yeah. And he's actually... Uh, he's actually Because of bad. his size... Yeah, he's huge. Big he's boy. got a good big tank too, so he can run all day. And I love him. And Westhoff is just literally doing what he wants. Well, it bodes well for... How many times did West Westhoff get under contested possessions? He's outrunning his opponents, and he's what? But he must be close to two hundred centimeters himself. He's I yeah I I actually don't mind him as a bit of a smoky in your forward line if you're Ooh, looking for a, yeah good for a few weeks. But um, oh. I've seen him in person, Chris, at the, at the Adelaide Oval. I swear, a good gust of breeze and he'll blow over. No, he's not that no. really. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. He is skinny. He Fair is enough. as skinny as they come. He is probably he would probably give a good contest to um. Brisbane Lions player. I can't believe I've just got Archie him. Smith. No. no. Dan McStay. The one that's Franklin-like. Oh, Hipwood. Hipwood. <laughs> I, I, I don't like that they keep referring to him, but I swear Hipwood and Westhoff should stand side by side and it'll be, you couldn't hit him with a handful of corn. <laughs> well, I can tell you right now, Westhoff is a 12 times better player than Hipwood is. Just saying. That's a movie quote there, Chris. You missed that one. Sorry. Oh, couldn't hit him it. with a handful of corn. Nah, is that is that something like Simpsons or something? I don't, I don't do Simpsons. No, nah, Beverly Hills, um, Beverly Hillbillies. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to. No, no way. Sorry, bro. That's just no. Too far. Yeah, too we're range. moving on. Um, uh, Boke well, did well. Boke did well, and he probably will have games like this because he kicked, I think, two or three goals. Um, And he actually... He gets you quite a few hundreds now. He man. was the guy in the third quarter that I think changed the game. He was really impactful with the ball in hand, set up a lot of the play. He's the guy that they look to to get inside 450, and he played a brilliant game. I hope that he can maintain that for the year, but I'm... I'm Pretty sure he won't, but I'm hoping he does. Yeah. Robbie Gray comes oh, back very, and just goes one eleven. I was very happy with the one eleven, and they're versing Brisbane this week. I would not be surprised if it's a one forty plus. Well, hundred percent. If he goes one eleven and then one forty plus, Chris. Here's the thing. What do you do? Can so you, can you get him in before his price hike? We like, were told seriously? by the entire community out there, and we we backed our boy Robbie Gray that he would be playing midfield. Yep. He played basically ninety percent midfield minutes, and who was playing forward the entire time? Rockliffe. Which is unfortunate, right? So. Rockcliffe was literally playing forward of the ball the entire time, had a little bit of stints in midfield, barely got around the ball. He's now one of the worst players. He is the second highest break even um, at a 242, and he's likely to be under 400K, Rockcliffe, in the next three games if he doesn't change his, change his attitude. Um, now, I don't know. Even if he does drop below 400K, you can't get Rocky in. Because if his role doesn't change, he's not playing mid-minutes, then why would you have him in? Yeah, I 100% agree. So for, let's let's look at this. So Robbie Gray actually had uh, 26 disposals with one of those in the forward 50 arc. <laughs> that's awesome. Right? So that's great. I'm just looking at his heat map now. His heat map is literally center square and towards the wing. Yep. So again, I like being right. I don't like being wrong about Rockcliffe though because I we did say... We did say and, well, and in that final in the as well. In that final... Uh, so he had 26 disposals, 12 of them contested, and he had one possession inside the, the forward 50. And I would even say, actually, two disposals forward of the center square, like yeah. from the you know the forward side of the, the square. He's winning a lot of contests. Um, he was around the ball, and I think he's, I still love him as an option. I, I want him in my team. I just He will go bigger. He only had a disposal efficiency of 54%, and he still got yeah. a 111. It's, it's at this point where I say to myself, I've got to wait till the buy. I've got to be disciplined and just wait. Because if you're going for overall, I think it's just really important to wait. If you're going for league, then get Robbie Gray in your team. Stat. Get him in. He's going to score big all year. Um, I think he can average 110. 
Don't think there's much more to say. Um, Bonner, I just want to touch on briefly. We've got lucky to score what he scored, 76. He kicked a goal really, really late in the game to basically seal it. So he would have got another 10 points out of that. He was poor all game. Um, and he basically, I think the first half of football, he literally went nowhere. So when Sydney were winning, he was not touching the ball. I think he was on about 20 or 25 at halftime and then had a decent last quarter to pull him back. So... To me, Bonner, against difficult sides, he's only going to score well in open games. And against uh, anyone in the top eight, classic uh, Port Adelaide style, I think he's really going to struggle. If you're trading him into your team this week, just be careful because he's not going to be a keeper. So you're basically sideways trading him to make 100 grand. And it's also costing you to go to him, which is going to probably cost you 100 if you're going from Norton. So he's going to cost you 100 grand to gain 100 grand. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so, fair enough. I might just touch um, on um, Taylor. If you, if you got him perfect, yeah. Taylor made a little comment. T Swizz yep. uh, was talking about if we. This is just a little sidebar. Would would our top ten still be the same top ten? We can always revisit that at the the buy round. But uh, yeah, a little I think bit. We'll up, do a halfway. Well, I'm a little bit upset because uh, Chad Wingo got a 49 and I put him in my ten. Yeah, and you laughed. He's not looking. Fantastic. But you also laughed about Tom Lynch. So ha ha. Um, Heaney. So Heaney. Um, Heaney scored five in the first quarter. And uh, I was laughing to myself, hoping that he I would... I saw that. I was, yeah. Yeah, I, was, I think I was messaging you being like, ha oh, Heaney's on five, ha, oh, because I don't have Heaney. And so every, then, every time he doesn't have a good game. But then he just hit... He was just around everything. Like, he wasn't uh, hugely impactful in his game, but he was, he was just getting contested possession after contested possession. I'm just like, that's going to score well. That's going to score well. That's going to score well. Every time he was near it. And um, it was really, really quite, quite frustrating to watch. Um, and then he ended up on a 110. So he got one one no five from three quarters of footy. Um, good yeah. on you, Heaney. And, and you're proving me wrong. And, and he's also I'm bridging... just glad that he's not hitting 130, 140s and really hurting me. Well, and he's bridging the gap between him and Franklin. So Franklin got an 87. Still not a bad score. Yeah. Um, um, scored more than Heaney. Franklin I mean, had no. a really big first <laughs> half. And then he, re- he switched off once. Um, once they started losing. Once they started losing, yeah. yeah. And that's so, going to happen, though. That's 100%. Yeah. And we did say they have a tough start of the year. So once round six sort of passes... Yep. Um, I'm hoping that maybe his, you know, his big inflated score round one, that'll be out of the system and hopefully he will then go high and then start to drop pretty quickly would be my ideal. Uh, Franklin will drop. He'll probably be available for around 500k at some point, which is why I'd never pick him at the start of the season. He, we were hoping he wouldn't go big early. He did. Well, at least it was round one though, not round yeah. two or three. The, the thing is... It doesn't. That only helps his price. It doesn't help his overall points in the year. So we like right now. I'm 90 points short because um, the guy that I play instead of him didn't score anywhere near that week one. So um, see how we go. Um, Hannah's apparently copped a knock in the uh, final quarter, but he's fine. Apparently, apparently, uh, yeah, came back today. That there's no issues. Um, Look, can we get to my man Ollie Wines? Didn't we already cover him? No, I just wanted to go there again. It's only really draft relevant. If you started Ollie Wines this year. You're an idiot. You're I, an already, I, idiot. I know we've already done Port Adelaide, Chris. I just wanted to go back there. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, hey, remember that time you had Dane Beams on your team? Oh, wait, you still have Dane Beams on your team. No, I don't. Oh, yeah. You've rage traded him out, have you? Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. I've, All got, right. I've got the money, Chris. Now, I'd actually say this wasn't the match of the round because I thought the Port Adelaide game was better. No, this is my match of the round. No, but was it though? Because really the last quarter, the last 10 minutes was the match of the round. Well, the last... The whole game was pretty dull. The last quarter, should I say. Yeah. The last, I think I even put up like the last quarter, like that's what footy's about. That's well, what you want. Well, it's because, and, and this was expected to happen, but 
They really didn't play Ablett, Selwood, Danger in midfield altogether until the last quarter because they need to win. Did you not see the opening bounce, Chris? Yeah, oh, they line up for one and then that's it. Danger yeah. was forward. That's pretty much it. Danger kicks a goal, but goes forward for the rest of the match. Not, not only that, we did... I actually thought Danger was in the midfield for the first part and then he went forward and he was yeah. forward a lot. And I thought that was just so with hamstring. 58% yeah. forward time. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. I think that was more due to coming back from a hamstring 100%. As well. And we yeah. picked that last we week that. saying... He'll probably still score well, but he's not. Like, that's why I was wasn't worried. Next week, different story. I think running the legs, he probably starts midfield, and that switches. He probably plays sixty mid, forty forward, and, and they're playing Abbott West played, Coast. Well, yeah, and Abbott played ninety percent midfield. That's not going to happen every week. Yep, and he copped a knock, and he sat down on the ground, and he's, he's, he's uh, yeah. But I'm, look, let's be fair. There were times in the match when Ablett and Danger gave away free kicks. We'll go call holding the ball. And the umpire was like, oh, yeah, we'll give it to you because you're a champion. We're not going to blow the whistle here. or we will blow the whistle here. Here's the funniest thing, They were getting free kicks for, like, nothing and then giving away, like, free kicks that weren't getting paid. Here's the funny thing. I will actually agree with you on this point, Chris. (laughs) Uh, So I had uh, O'Meara and Ablett in my draft side. And literally, Ablett tackled O'Meara, rode him in the back so much that I I think O'Meara felt about three inches. And... (laughs) Literally, no. How deep? So like, deep. No. <laughs> that I did. <laughs> no uh, penalty. Sorry. And then O'Meara in Ablett's back, bang, straight up, free kick. Yeah. Or like or in the side, I saw like an in the side and I'm like, oh, what about like Danger's contested mark on the 50? He's literally one hand in the back, one hand on his side, pushes him out the way and grabs the mark and <laughs> the up goes, Chris, yeah, can, I'll call that. Not, yeah, it's, it's a mark. Can you not touch me? <laughs> Chris is reenacting this out so as, if, as if we're on TV. There's different rules for danger. I've just got to you just got to accept it. There just is. Yep. Oh, he's just that good. And I get that he played great. There was one part that I loved. So Sicily, great tackle, and they got to the ground, and then let him go, and then danger just pops up and keeps oh, running. It was so good. <laughs> that was so funny. That's why he threw the knee into uh, oh, Selwood's yes. back. No, to that, stop him from going somewhere. That was the Duckwood. No, honestly. Oh no, that was different. Yeah. Um, no, because Sel- so Sicily just tackled Selwood normally, and then um, Selwood's just holding on to him, literally pulling him down. The the play's going on around them. He wants to get involved in the play. I understand, mate. First of all, I like Joel Selwood as a player. I think he's a great player, but he gives it at, as much as he gets it. So, and that's why he doesn't say anything because he knows he was in the wrong. Oh, 100%. Like, that's unsportsmanlike conduct, holding someone away from the play. That should have been a free kick against. No wonder he reacted. Like, I would react. I'm just... <laughs> you are reacting. <laughs> like, I get, I get. okay, he shouldn't do it, but no way. <coughs> that's a free kick to Sicily. Like, get off him. It's fucking stupid. Anyway, sorry. That's because you have him in your side, Chris. No, I, I honestly think that, that, like, holistically, if you're the antagonist and then something happens to you, mate, you've got to wear it. Wear the consequence of your action. Stop, stop. <laughs> stupid. So silly. <laughs> anyway, um, Tim Kelly. Oh. Did we not forget that I put Sicily as a trap, Chris? Oh, yeah. No, no. I, look, I'm holding him. Hold Sicily. He's still averaging 93. He had a poor game and is averaging 93. He got one, 125 and a one and a 61, which is what? Yeah, 93. So, um, yeah, I'm going to hold him. That's what I That's what I thought he would average. He's going to have his big games and he's going to have his stinkers. Can we just say that Ablett's like averaging about 133? Oh, he's great. But we picked that again. Yeah. It's just whether it's or not how many been, games he plays. Yeah. And at the moment, he looks like Roald Gold. He looks almost as good as Tim Kelly. I'm actually really happy I picked him instead of Bontepelli at this point. Oh, uh, yeah, pick, I pick 11. Would. Yeah. 100%. Um, yeah. Selwood did well. Uh, apart from that, Tim Kelly, crazy. Making money. Making well, money. Well, laid out. When, when I saw read the words Mitch Duncan laid out, 
I went, oh, that's got to be good for Tim Kelly. Oh, that's got to be good. Because that they're, they're very similar in terms of their outside play. What I love about Tim Kelly is that he wins the ball at the clearances as well. They love him. They. Oh. I, I listened to Dangerfield. I think it was must have been after the match. No, before the match. And they were asking him. It was on Foxtel. So they were asking, Danger, how's your body feeling? He's like, feeling good, blah, blah, blah. And they're talking about, you know, Duncan's out. They asked him about Tim Kelly. Yep. And he said it's, it's you know, the way that he's done in the preseason, the way he's shaped up. They said it's not very often, like, you know, they can, allow, he allows them to push forward. Yep. You know, so Danger and Ablett, like, Ablett doesn't want to play forward, but he'll still go there. But they know with confidence that they can just leave Kelly. He's also a good user, too. Good they, by well, foot. And they know. They, they, yep. they have no issues leaving him in the forward, in the midfield because they know that he can deliver. Yeah. And that's not very often you, that you get that. And Dangerfield gave him a big plug before the game. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Um, give me a 3-2-1 votes for the game. Go. Oh, oh. Uh, Team Mitchell, three. Oh, McAvoy, two. Selwood, one. Nice. I was going to go Abbott, one. But the, I, I agree. Yeah, I think it's similar. Mitchell, uh, Ablett had a good last but, quarter. Hey, can we all just rewind uh, to last week when uh, when Chris Scott said on um, three, uh, AFL 360, We'll have a plan for Mitchell. They did not exactly what we said. No way. Well, they, they had a there plan. No, the, the plan was have eight different guys on him. They had a plan. The plan wasn't very good. <laughs> the plan, <laughs> they, they rotated um, Cam Guthrie. Um, they went head-to-head with him with the other midfielders. They had Blitzarbs on him. They had no... Like, it doesn't matter who you put on. T- you can't t- stop t- him. You can't and stop then him. Eventually, to, to get back in the game, they, they just released the tag and they went, all right, let's just go and do what we do. Well, not to mention that. Like, when he's in defensive 50, he does get those ones, but he frees up another player. Like, yep. the chip sideways or the handball, he frees up someone, and then it might not be his meters that damage you, but it's the guy that he gives it to that damages you. Yeah. This game... He actually led. In, well, this game yep. in particular, when he got free, forward of 50, he was hitting the scoreboard. And hitting targets inside 50. Yeah. Damaging, was, damaging, damaging, he was, damaging. He was lucky because maybe Geelong have the worst defense in the league. But <laughs> it was without close. Harry Taylor, it was it was tough to watch. Well, how many points did they kick? They kicked 75 points in the first half. Yep. And look, Roughhead's literally standing there over these guys. Like, Tom Mitchell's not the greatest kick, but he's just clearing the ball, not looking. 90% of the time, Mitchell's just going, I'm going to try and hit the top of the goal square, right? I think it was... Clearance ball... Top of the goal square. Roughhead just standing there going like this. One of them he went over. The Zach, one of them, he, I think he was paired up with Zach Guthrie. That's <laughs> <laughs> so like, ooh, this is awkward. And then Gunston's just plucking him out of nowhere as well. Um, Look, they didn't, honestly, Geelong didn't deserve to be within a point. Well, Gunston worked his way Dangerfield back Dangerfield well. went to sleep in the third quarter. I think he had one possession for the whole quarter. He was played at full forward for most of the quarter. Yep, and then had a big last quarter. Yeah. Basically, as you said, could happen. Um, I think he was yeah sitting. We were literally messaging each other, and I said, "Look, Danger on eighty three at three quarter time." Um, yeah, he yeah he'd probably he, go low hundred unless he impacts the game, which yeah. is highly possible. Unless he literally goes and wins the ball, wins the yeah. game with his own boot, which he almost did. Yep, like it was just the Danger and Ablett show in the last and, and quarter. Yep. And so I mean, Gunston did have a slow start, but he pulled through in the last. I thought Gunston's last half was actually really good. Yep, um, he definitely did have a lot. I'm in very interested, like Menzel. He, he's had two good games in a row. Had a lot of row. contested marks. Had two, a lot of contested marks. Two good games in a row now. Like for draft, he's still available in draft, Chris, in, yeah. our, in our league anyway. And um, my, yeah. my issue is that he's an impact player and he's got to hit the scoreboard. Oh, yeah. He, he could get you a 60. How many goals 100%. did he kick? He kicked four goals or, or something? He's kicked a lot of goals to start this year. Um, so, look, to, you know, unless he's kicking multiple goals, he's not scoring your points. So, I don't like players that are relying on goals, especially medium forwards. 
Because they, they will have a 30 or a 40. In yeah, compared to like a Parrish who gets a yeah. midfield role. Or at or... least a, a Tom Lynch, you know, when he kicks five, he goes big, like real big, because they're contested marks. He'll still get up the ground and take those marks because he's that, yeah. Know, four goals that four goals won this week. Yeah. So uh, I'm, don't get me wrong, as a draft, if, an 18-team league, if you've got Menzel, great, good on you. you you're doing good things. Um, Tui also, um, again, not a bad little draft selection. Um, averaging quite well for the start of the season. He's definitely their designated kicker. They look to get it back. He's taking their kickouts. Um, he's doing a lot of ridiculous torps. He's got a long natural kick on him. I, if I'm if I'm him, instead of doing torps down the middle and trying that, I'm kicking myself and I'm running on the angle out to the right on my right trusty right boot and I'm launching a drop punt 70 metres because he can do that. Isaac Smith? Uh, no, Tui. Tui, yeah. Oh, I saw Isaac Smith did at least a good three or four barrels yeah. that I saw. Like, literally, just on the wing. He's just like, you know what, barrel. Smith had a good game, 50. actually. He, oh, he, he had a very good he game. He did play really um, well. So the reason Menzel, he's, he's had 11 scoring shots in the first two games. Yeah. Eight goals, three. Exactly that's right. why he's scoring yeah. well. Um, Sicily yeah. had a had a real damn game. If you watch Sicily for the performance, I've watched it very closely. He's taking kickouts, which is great. He's playing the right role. He was getting caught out of position, and it seemed to be the Geelong game plan. If you see Sicily, you're not kicking towards that area. Oh, I think 100%. They, and if you see Sicily, rough him up because he will lose his tempo. 100%. Yep, 100%. So if they saw Sicily in that chop-out zone in between a kick, they would kick to the contest above it. Or just kick it to McAvoy because he'll mark it play. 100% anyway. Yeah. Like, seriously. How and many innocent marks in that he's game? He's very noticeable because very blonde hair. So, yeah. Um, and I think most of the Hawthorne... Uh, Hawthorne players are all dark haired and he's got like this big blonde head of hair on him and he's just so noticeable that you can see oh there's Sicily not showmakers I'm saying uh, he's playing forward though so it doesn't matter yeah he's still glistening he's so glistening <laughs> he's star makers um, look I just think um, he, you know when he was taking kickouts he was kicking to himself which is great taking a uh, handballing off receiving and then nowhere to go yep it's like he was caught in no man's land a lot of the game um, so it wasn't a great game. He did some good things, took some intercept ball, um, need sell it in the face, which I love, and then, you know. <laughs> can, we, can we give a quick mention to Parfit? He got 92 yeah. this week. He's averaging 98. He, well, he kicked the goal to, to tie the game, um, so he would have got quite a lot of points out of well, that as yeah, well. Yeah, he's kicking. He's 98 for the last two games. I mean, you look at that compared to, like, a Menangola who got 57. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, as in just in draft, like, uh, Parfit's averaging really well, but, again, someone I don't think you could trust for the longevity. No. But, you know, I actually, it's just We said that, um, well, I mean, something that we saw, said and talked about is that we think that Danger coming in, oh, sorry, Ablett coming in would impact Menegola. But really, it's Kelly. Kelly's impact in midfield I think has well pushed out. Kelly is doing what... Menegola would do better, 100%. And, he, and he wants it more because it, and you know, he's more he's effective got, well, he's with his got, disposal. Well, think about it. It's his first year, right? He's hungry. Yep. He's got two kids. He's moved for this. Yep. He is effing hungry. Yep. And Menegola is acting like a guy that's cashed his paycheck a month ago and waiting for the next Centrelink relaunch. One hundred percent. Like <laughs> he's got the know? right colours to do it too. Oh. So. <laughs> Mate, all he needs is less teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a new dental plan. Straight out of Lara. You cannot straight rip. Out, straight out of Lara. Straight you you into, cannot straight rip on link. Geelong for that. I can, I can and I will. I can and I will. Um, anyway, look, uh, uh, to be honest, I, I don't. I, I honestly don't think it was the game of the round. I think that the uh, Sydney Port game was. However, yeah. that last quarter I think quarter it was a quarter of, of, quarter of the round. Can you say quarter of the round? Yeah. I mean, it, I was just honestly surprised to see Hawthorne do it. But they, you know, um, they just managed to hold on long enough. Quick, quick mention. Um, Rioli did very good things in part, but again, he's an impact player. Forty-seven super coach points. So again, I, as I mentioned it earlier, but they basically Crazy. swung him into the midfield when they needed to win a clearance, 
And he did. He provided them that. They go to Rioli and say, look, we need an impact at the center bounce clearances. Yep, okay. He goes and wins it. If he doesn't win it, he's tackling the guy that's getting it. Oh, I would love to see. His body's just not there to play at 22 games in, in midfield. And it's unfortunate because I love watching him in midfield and the commentators love watching him in midfield. Um, I, I was an interesting um, tweet that Kane Corns uh, said after the game. He said, um, don't get me wrong, I love Sil- Silrioli, but the commentators need to just literally lay off because it's a bit stupid how they just go crazy whenever he does anything. Um, and like, whilst I get that, it's it's Rioli. He's got the I think he's got the license to do whatever he wants. Um, so pretty cool. I do agree. That wraps up the game. So we're just going to go into some um, some Q and A's. Yep. So um, I think we've we've tried to I've tried to cover a little bit on draft anyway as we get in there. But I'll just have a quick look. Uh, in our ten man league, uh, Geary is um, number, available. Well, number one listed. Uh, he's probably going to go. Oh, he'll he will go. I will one hundred percent agree. So. Um, we look at so the way he's claims, averaged well before, but he's also averaged you know in the sixties the last couple of years. He, so. He's not that good. Nah. He he is. I don't know how. Like the I'll, Saints I'll, sh- uh, should be preferring to get the ball into Robertson and Savage's hands. They're better users by foot. I agree, and maybe Geary's. it's just because they've had such poor starts that he might have some ball because Geary's yeah. like oh like it's it's on his head. So maybe he's just trying to you know do that. But uh, look, Menzel's the next one uh, again. Two hundred and twenty points for two games. So, I mean, he's done well, but he's also kicked eight goals. Yeah. Uh, three. Barras, we said, so 85 disp- uh, disposal efficiency, averaging uh, 17 disposals. So he's not getting a lot of ball, but those intercept marks uh, against Geelong, I don't know how well he will do against them. Um, we'll see. He'll probably, see how we go. Well, he might even be up on a Menzel type. Or, I nah, know, oh, Hawkins. 100% playing on Tom Hawkins next yep. week. So, and Tom Hawkins is going to ragdoll the crap out of him. So um, Tim Taranto, if he's not on your list, he should That's be. That's the one. Yep. So Tim Taranto is the number one for us. Yep. I've, I, I'm trying I, to get him better. At the moment, I'm coming first, and I want him, and I can't get him. Uh, I'm, try, uh, I'm trying to convince Chris that he's not going to be there, so oh, yeah. hopefully I'll get so him. So let's talk about Taranto then. Um, so for a standard relevancy, do you think that he could actually do anything? <sighs> he's got a he's, he's forward mid, so he's got to average your what, 90 to 95 to make it worth it? I think there's better forwards. I do as well. I think there's better forwards. I think there's so many. Like, you look at, even by the time you put in Franklin and Gray, like, my forward line's basically nearly done already. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then Toby Green. Yeah. I don't see any need for so Taranto, unless you're going to get rid of him. So you had Green out this week. Yep. You had uh, Scully do Injured something again. And Hopper not in. And so there's too much out and more, more especially over the course of the year, he's not going to average well. Yep. I so, like him as a short-term solution. I reckon for the next couple of weeks, he might average a 90 or 95. I think in draft, he, he yeah. looks like a great solution. But Which in draft, you can do that. Yeah. You can take I, him I in, take him agree. out, have so him on your bench. I did, flexibility. I did look at his heat map. Uh, he had a, a handful of disposals in the center square, which I think is good. Yeah. Uh, but that could have been necessity based on what they had. But he also had a lot of uh, disposals around the wing, uh, which I think Scully you yeah. know, runs up and down the wing. So this game, he had disposals in the midfield and up the wing. Yep. Uh, he got. A l- don't forget, he also got a lot of disposals in that first round, yep. like 32, 33 disposals. Um, with Scully out, and I think Hopper, who has played some v- uh, so seconds, um, was it SENFL? Yep. Seffel um, yep. um, this week. So I think he will actually probably come back in. I think he will probably go more inside. Nifle, you mean? Yeah, Nifle. Yeah, Nifle, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, not Seffel. Um Anyway, so I think Hopper will probably come in for a bit more grunt, which then could actually push, especially with their injuries, you might find Taranto being more wing to forward. Yeah, you, um, I think you'll find Shield probably pushes more out because he was doing a lot of the grunt Yeah, and work. Kelly back in and yep. then Hopper in with, um, and you'll find um, Shield will be, yeah, wing there with um, 
you're looking at Taranto will be that wing forward, I yeah. think. I think you'll sort of mix it between that. So. Yeah, and, and at playing that role, I can see him averaging somewhere between 80 to 90, but it's just a, either a step up or it's a... Um, I don't think he's gonna he's gonna cost you trades. Yeah, so you're I mean, to get, you're not gonna be able to keep him there. Darling got a one twelve this week, so he's two hundred off two rounds, two hundred one. Yeah. Zach um, Fisher's someone that uh, people are interested in for standard as well. Um, and he's someone that's on ours. He has played two good games, but to be honest, again, it's gonna be another guy. That he's not gonna be a top six forward. Um, so if you're looking at getting him in, it's gotta be as a cash generation. Yeah. And they versus Gold Coast. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, the first get, two games. Not too bad though. Ninety three first game, one ten the second game. Well, he went really well early in the um in the Richmond game. Yep. So yeah, that inflated his scores. Um, and then uh this week he actually played quite well. It was one of the only real consistent performers. Yep. But I'd I I gotta say, it's still against Gold Coast. Yep. I'm not sold on him. You have to again. You got to have big gonads to go to a pod like Fisher, and for him to actually pay off. Oh, you're not for standard. Um, yeah. uh, darling, not bad for draft if you're desperate. To be honest, I yep. mean he he has done well in the past. I think with uh you know him being the main man, he's, he's again short term option because JJK yeah. is not well. Not only that, he's actually clunking them and kicking goals yep. at the moment. So you he, remember he as could well, be on form. They're playing Geelong's undersized forward line this week, so Darling could be a really nice uh, forward option for this week in your draft leagues. Maybe I will. Mm, I think that's someone you should get. Yeah, maybe or maybe I'll get him. Maybe I'll get. There's Trent no friends then. in draft, bro. Oh, I don't care. I'll just see. I'll, I'll just see what I can get, mate. I'll, I'll take. Good, because yeah. I'll take anything. I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll take yeah, soggy seconds. Um, but look, would you? Here's one. I'm sure some draft people would be considering. Would you consider, say, a Doday or a Finlayson or someone in draft? I yeah, hundred percent. I would. I mean, if they they could potentially average between eighty and ninety, which is better than a lot of those seventy-five averaging guys. They've they've already proven that they they've got the role. And they've got the scoring power. Can they do it over 22 games? Probably not. But, I mean, your other option is, okay, so I have Nick Haynes at, at uh, my D5, who's averaging 70. Or McGrath, who's averaging 70. Yeah, I, If someone can average me 80, and they've so got would the you, role, maybe would you look at Finlayson then with the, the support he has around him, the extra options for role? And no he one's some looking down on him. And he gets some kick No one's looking down on Finlayson. He's looking down on... Here's the great thing about Finlayson. He's tall... But he he's got such good foot skills. So the people that he plays under those sort of third tools that aren't chasing you around all day, harassing you because they're not that small pressure forward. So he gets to get off the chain a little bit. I actually really like Finlayson as a pick. Dodi is probably playing that lever role, one hundred percent. He's playing the, the, that massive hole that was left by him. He's intercepting. He's collecting off packs. You know, spoil comes. Dodi's first at the ball. Yes, he's he's impacting the spoil. But he's also first at ground level and he's really agile at ground level, which I really like. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not against having the, both of those guys in your um, yep. in your, in your draft. I think uh, another one to watch is Grisham. I mean, they did horrible, but he did still score, I think it was, um, what did he get, an 88 or something? So he's averaging... 81. Oh, wait, no, yep. That's, uh, yeah, round two points, 81. So, I mean, he's got, what, 88.5 over two rounds. Um, not too bad, actually, considering. So Grisham was one I did flag for an yeah. improve, but again, a small forward... Uh, oh, look, they have flat track bullies, aren't they? And that's they usually would run over teams apart from North Melbourne. For draft, <laughs> apart from even like an H or someone that you might even look at, there's not too much there, to be honest. Uh, and the other one we did mention in the podcast as well was Reese Math- Matheson, yep. uh, 97 in his first round out. So he's one to watch. Uh, I did say Toronto last week I wanted to watch and see more, but now I'm not going to get him in draft. No way. Which is, you know, so this so is... Sometimes if you've got to take a punt. If you've sometimes, got someone on the bench that's not doing anything, take a punt. I did think about it. Some, yeah, so if, you, if you're high in the draft order, you're not going to get these guys if they do well two rounds in a row. So with Taranto, I probably should have picked him up 
last week because I'm coming first out of our 10 men. Yeah, you've got to look so at got, the one game sample, unfortunately. Yeah, pretty much. Or, yeah, and try and take a gamble. Or you just be like me and, and tank this week, right? And then you get up high in the uh, in the, in the waiver wire. Yeah, tank. <laughs> you Thanks, have, Maddie Crouch. You got me Taranto. Yeah, because you have a, a call over that. Yeah, good one. So And you won't get Taranto because I will message another guy in the league and tell him. Yeah, because there's no friends in draft, eh? No. It's all good. I'd like to kick you when you're down, Chris. It's all good. I'll just take Dodie and uh, and Finlayson off you. So. That's fine. I'll go Finlayson. Okay. I'll I mean, go. no, they do. <laughs> I mean, I'll go Dodie. <laughs> yeah, see what happened there? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so next, Chris, on our Q&A. agenda, Q&A. Right. Oh, can we just uh, just have a little bit of a stop on bet watch, though? So all of all of my players this week again scored more than yours. Um, apart from last week, you had Franklin. So can we? Can I'm we very add... much ahead of you in the bed watch. Bed watch. In the okay. bed watch. Well, I, I bed end up, watch. I end up having another fifty dollars. I end up having another fifty dollars free bet with Neds, uh, and I put it on the Geelong. Okay, just so we're clear, we're not <laughs> sponsored by Ladbrokes or Neds. <laughs> well, look, literally, and he, okay, so this is not one for yeah. This is one for the punters. So Neds will do. I think it was like deposit fifty bucks and get one hundred fifty dollars in free bets. Plus, when Richmond won against Carlton like the other week, I got another fifty dollars free bet. And you only have to turn it over once, which some other sites is like you know you have to turn it over like three times, which is effing stupid. So anyway, I got another fifty dollars free bet. I put it on Geelong because I was like rushed. I was like finally, oh, we better put something on. So I put it on Geelong and Hawthorne to kick more than six and a half behinds in the first quarter, and they just kept nailing goals. <laughs> yeah, they were hitting everything. Hitting everything. You're messaging me going, why no! are they not? Why? Why are they not they missing? Miss? I was even trying to put the curse on them, like the Brisbane hex. Miss, miss, miss. <laughs> Nothing. Anyway, so look, Q and A. Just a uh, sidebar as well. Luxbet closed down over the weekend. Ooh, that's not very. So nice. um, yeah, that's not. I've just yeah, another betting agency. Hope they don't have another one. Anyway. Dust. No, they. I think they. Must have paid everyone out and then bailed yeah, out. Sure. They're actually legally not allowed to use any of the money in uh, stored in accounts. Um, but they mustn't have had reserves. So I think it was part of a betting agency. They've got to have X amount of reserve capital to pay out wins, and they fell under that. And they yeah. Who was that douchebag so sure horse person? Waterhouse? What's well, yeah. Tom um, Waterhouse? Guy name? Waterhouse? I don't know. Tom? Yeah. Oh, Tom Waterhouse. The, the douchebag, third yeah, generation yeah. douchebag. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And then they sold them douchebag. Ah, <laughs> douche uh, okay. Anyway, so we are off track. Q&A. Let's get into it, guys. Uh, so thanks, for, thanks for your patience, guys. Chris. Let's get into it. What? Don't apologize. They're running on our schedule. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we have a microphone uh, and you don't. Uh, so we made that joke a bit, but it's still Hibbert, funny. Hibbert to Simpson, would you do it? I, I wouldn't trade Hibbert at all. What, what about Hibbert to Yo? I wouldn't trade Hibbert at all. Even if he's doing horrible? Well, it's a waste of a trade. Even if he was on fire. Because what happens, what happens is in the next three weeks, let's say, okay, everyone's conjecture is, oh, Lever's taking his points. I don't believe that. Lever's playing a lockdown role who gets off the chain. I think he's out of form, and I think that he's definitely not taking kickouts. That's one thing I'll say. He hasn't been taking kickouts. But I just think he's out of form. Wait for if in what happens in three weeks, Hibbert goes bang, 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 and he's averaging more than Yo and averaging more than Simpson. Well, then you're screwed. You can't well, trade him back you in. Can't. You're not, you're exactly. You can't trade him back in. You, you've picked you've picked Hibbert because you think he's going to be a top six. Now, I understand. Well, hang on. You thought. Well, what if you change your thinking? I still think he's top six. I, I'm loving the fact that he's having shit scores because I'm going to pick him up at 450k in love life. Fuck you. 100%. <laughs> I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. And then as soon as I do, he's going to go back up. That's what's happening. So look, have you heard, Chris? Have, uh, the bird is the word. Yeah, bird is the word. <laughs> Everybody knows here, bird is the word. <laughs> um, so look, uh, yes, Simpson's in great form. Okay, cool. What's to say that over the next three weeks, let's say he pulls a hamstring or a car? No, I wouldn't do Hibbard for Simpson. No, I, I might. I, I, I'd consider Hibbard for Yo. Though. No, yes. no. 
Don't do it. Well, I can't do it this week. I, I, not with Langdon You've gone. got a two-game sample size. Give him a couple of weeks. I don't, I, like, he's not going to go down that much. I know that, look, I know that his break-even's bad. Let's have a look at what he okay. does here. Well, okay, well, let's in this one, Daryl. So Daryl's a big fan. Thank you, Daryl. I he's do appreciate a, all your shows. He's got a one one seventy eight. Um, he's gonna he's gonna lose some cash, but he probably won't go much further down than five hundred. He might. I don't think he's gonna be four fifty over the next few weeks. I think he might go down to about five hundred. He's not gonna average you less than ninety, is he? No, I doubt it. So why would trade him out then? It's a waste of a trade. I don't. I don't know. It's just to me, you're going to be yeah. lacking trades in round twenty when you're in the finals and you you have an injury, and all because in round two you decided that you wanted to go to Simpson, who is speculatively might average more. Yeah, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go Hibber to Simpson. I'm considering Hibber to Yo. Just give him a bit more time. Just give him. To, I, to I, me, but I, I, I considered weeks. like I honestly 100 considered Hibbard to Yo. Um, merely because of just roll and points over the season. But yeah. at the same time, I don't know if I can do that now that Langdon's out because, you know, I mean, points, uh, there is one forward that I don't have and I could make 100K instead of... Yeah, yeah that makes sense. That's pretty much how I, I'm looking at it. And also, you got to remember that, I mean, Geelong, the first game was very close. Um, yeah, it wasn't like a walkover. And we as a, remember how I said that Hibbert was a downhill skier and then he proved me wrong in the... Um, yeah, had half his games bad. Maybe he's actually a Daniel Skier, and I was right. I actually think the re- the reason that he didn't have such a good game is because when Melbourne went into forward line, it was like a rush forward, like it was so good rush yeah. forward. When Brisbane went into the forward line, they kind of were running along the wing and like, oh, uncontested, now, now, uncontested, now. Uncontested, well, yeah, under contest. Now, who do we kick it to? Oh, and then they kind of like boot it long to yeah. someone else, and then it went away, or they turned it over. So he could be the product of Melbourne being so much better. So. You know, Melbourne's previous to this year, they were turning over the ball a lot in the half-back line. Um, Gorn was out of form, so they were losing a lot of clearances, etc. Now, Gorn's in form. They're, they're winning a, a lot of the ball and then pushing the ball forward, and then forward pressure is what's getting them goals. They were turning a ball over. How they got it last time was turning ball over in the half-back line and then, you know, precise Half-forward, half-forward the line. And Hibbard oh, okay. was the, oh, the other run. Team. Yep, yep. So it might not necessarily be that um, Hibbert's playing a different role. It could just be that Melbourne are winning a lot more of the ball in the areas that Hibbert's so not playing. So they don't playing. need him in the role he's playing yeah. as much. Yep. It's, it could just be a form thing. So if it turns around in five weeks' time and you want Hibbert back on your side, don't blame us. But um, yeah, I think you, at the end is, of the day, it's your own call. But I'm just at saying. the end of the day, I think if you're gonna have Hibbert in your side at the end of the year, then you kind of have to keep him. Yeah, exactly. If you think he's going to be top six anyway, yeah, or even top ten. You still have to keep him. You've made because otherwise you need him back in your side, and then it's like a double trade. Uh, okay, so let's go into Daryl. So I did say Daryl, big fan. Um, would you trade Norton to Bonner uh, or save the trade? Uh, I, I've gone over this a few times. I think um, I would. We did do it last I'd week. Save the trade. Yeah. Um, again, Bonner came out this week and was lucky to get seventy six. He probably should have been in the sixties. Yeah. So you'll is, have he'll had one big game with which will be a big price rise. But then after that, it's not even it's, be that well, much, after that, it's out of his cycle. No, it won't be that much. Let's have a look um, But after that, it'll be out of the cycle anyway. So the Riley Bonner, he's got a negative forty two break even, and he's projected if he if he hits his average of ninety eight, he'll go up forty six grand. Yep. Cool. Yep. You'll make a hundred grand out of him probably. But you're probably going to spend like Norton to him is a hundred grand. It's going to cost. You're going to co- cost you a hundred grand to make a hundred grand, and a trade. I'm not doing that trade. That's stupid. I'd rather go uh, keep either keep Norton at D8 for the entire year, or, or I'd just rather wait, wait, yeah, wait for a better option. He'll get that- to 200k, and then you can make 80k on a downgrade during the year. Yeah, 
Exactly. Oh, I think he'll make yeah two hundred, or he might even get a good eighty or two game. Yeah, wait for at his, some point. Wait a little for bit it. of a he'll, spike. Yeah, he'll have an eighty game, yeah. and then all of a sudden, bang! Your price is there. Next minute, a defender rookie comes along, and it's like bam, one hundred and seventeen k. And next minute, you've made yourself a hundred. Especially, plus especially with Finlayson and Dodie playing really well, they're going to be on on field scorers. Yep. Right. So basically, what you're saying to me at this point is, you think that on field Bonner will average more than Murray if he's your, if you're still having him on field. If you've only got two rookies, do not do it. That's a waste of money. If you've got, if he want, if you want someone to be on field scoring, you think Bonner's going to be that guy. He's not going to be a keeper, so he's going to cost you three trades. Yeah, I don't think Bonner's that essential. And you've got to say that if if Murray comes out of, and by the way, Murray has played really well, even though he only hit a fifty-eight this week, he played really good football against GWS. Um, you wait until the Pies have an actual easy run of games. It's just he's going to tell. Yep. They look to get the ball in his hands. I can see him outscoring Bonner at, 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 during periods this year. And you'll hate your life when um, Bonner gets a 50 and always dropped for Pitta when he comes back. Well, not only that, like Matt also asked the same question. How essential is Bonner? Uh, so how essential is Bonner? I don't think he's that essential. Great if you uh, got him in, in from round one. Well, look, Bad if you're training to him now. I don't think a Bonner's that essential. Throw some tape around it and still make it work. <laughs> Just strap it up, boys. <laughs> it's not the first time that Viagra has been used, am I? Yeah, just, literally, just throw some duct tape around it. Just get her, get her, invo- get her involved. Everything fits with enough lube. <laughs> or enough vodka. Oh, yes. Oh, well, that's actually not true. Sometimes it's like... You know. Anyway, Chris, you don't have to elaborate. That's my joke. Oh, wow. No, I don't think Bonner is at all important. Um, he's not going to make or break your season because he's not going to make you 200k and he's not going to be a keeper. Can we can we just straw poll? Is he going to be a keeper? Do you think he's actually going to Who? be fair enough? Yeah. So he's no. to, to be a keeper, he'd have to average the top ten numbers. No, I don't think he will be. Will so. it be even top fifteen? No. So don't no. worry, don't worry, don't bother about it. Uh we've already touched this. So Swizz uh, was saying, you know, do we with the role change, do we trade uh, Hibbert or do we keep Faith? So you could mean have you could have Hurley, Yo, or Shaw. Um, mind you, what if you what if you didn't have Shaw and Hibbert? Has started the way he has. Sure, started the way he has with the ninety k difference. K. That's that's a big maybe, difference. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, um, especially with the price change as what well. What are you doing with that hundred k? Is the question that I'd ask. So if you're going to danger, well, I would do that. Well, yesterday. yeah, right. Um, yeah, think of what you, how you're using that cash. If you're just having the cash to just sit there, it's not worth doing. Well, no, that they'll probably end up being the same price, literally. Yeah. Well, this, this next like in a yeah, week or it's, so, it's possible. I mean, I, I again, we're big on sure because yeah, yeah, hashtag. hashtag. But <laughs> <laughs> hashtag blessed. Um, um, look, anyway, so um, flip Sissy to Heaney and get get Heaney, Gray, McLean, so, Buddy, or Kernow, or Taranto. Oh, okay, um, so I wouldn't flip this. Oh, so you're taking flip him back and yeah, then get flip a, Sicily oh, okay. into the defense and, and then, then trade uh, Hurley to one of the forwards. Um, again, no, I wouldn't do it. Um, but I like uh, that's that's a consideration. Um, if you're looking at that, plus, I mean, Sicily now is obviously out for a week, so you couldn't yep. do it this week, even if you wanted to. So, Chris, what are you going to do with Matt Crouch owners? Because you have a bit of a dilemma. You cannot I afford do. Dangerfield because you went to lob. I jumped the gun. You did. Some, some would say I blew my load early. Um, I spent about 90K of my my investment last week on lob, um, going Cox to lob. Uh, and that really has impacted me this week because I didn't think that uh, of all people. So has that Cox trade blown up in your face? Yeah, or we'll have starting up with him, yeah. I love when Cox blasts on my face. Oh, wow. Um, no, in all honesty, um, 
Uh, I, yeah, I made a mistake and I probably jumped the gun a little bit early on Lob because he actually hit a 58 and it also backfired with Crouch going down because he's the one that I have to get out. Um, Crouch has to be traded if you're going for overall. If you're going for league, don't worry about it. But he's out for a minimum of three weeks, maybe four weeks. Um, that's too much points. And what did you say about those hammies, Chris? They don't start very well no. back from the hammies? No, exactly. And Crouch isn't the sort of guy that plays forward, is he? Nope. So you'll play minimum minimal game time when he comes back. He's got a, a really high break even. Um, so if we have a look here at Crouch's break even, uh, 205. So he's going to lose your cash as well when he comes back. And you're going to be able to pick him up under 550K very, very quickly. So again, another upgrade target. If I, I personally believe that I want Matt Crouch in, the, in my end side. But at this point in time, I'm maybe waiting till... After well, not only that, it could start with three weeks, and then what if he has a delay, and then all of a sudden it's four, and then five, and then how, how often, how long can he be out before you actually finally cut him? You know, like and, if there's any delay... In the meantime, you've then lost uh, well, probably 200 on-field points. I'm looking at his brother, and I'm saying you cannot rely on Crouch. his... Well, his ETA to come yeah, back. that's also true. You know? Um, it's in I, their yeah, blood. You, you just, you, you can't hold Crouch. So for me, I want danger, because I don't have danger. Um, but... Um, I might go to Oliver. That's the only other sneaky one that I'm thinking. You've got to replace life for life. I can see people going to Parker or maybe Crips if you don't have that as well. Um, if you don't have Kelly. I mean, there's quite a lot of the guys that are really performing. Yep. But um, you've got to trade. If you don't have Danger, I think that's number one. Secondary to that would be an Oliver or a Kelly. Thirdly to that would be a Crips or a Parker. Yep, I think Cripps is, yeah, and Parker are both doing well. This is the one, Chris. So Jordan was saying, my girlfriend's team is falling apart um, and early, and she uh, wants some advice, so I told her to get some Supercoach inside her. <laughs> which I think I'll is close. Some, I'll get some Supercoach inside it, her. It, and this was the part. And, and <laughs> I actually wanted to comment to this one, Chris. I thought I'd wait. Um, so, oh, this is fantastic. So Jordan. How old is she, though? Uh, no, no. Uh, <laughs> Jordan. I'm sorry. I just wanted to to check first. Love my girlfriend, no, by the way, Chris. I just want <laughs> so Jordan. I just wanted to check that that was the only thing that was falling apart on her. <laughs> I mean, just can you please check if there's some beef curtains? Picks or getting? <laughs> <laughs> can you no. check the curtains, please? Make yes. sure that they're left open. Thailand or <laughs> uh, look, no, no. Have, just no, having no, no. fun. Oi, curtains. Jordan. Curtains, Chris, not sausage rolls. Jo Jordan is actually on on the game with the banter as well. So thanks, Jordan. And he said, "Do I need a boner to be happy?" <laughs> you do buddy well i mean maybe not no uh, if knows? you started with a boner then you're happy yeah if you don't start with a boner don't try and or if work never if don't, you, no, no, if no, you no, constantly no. have no, a boner no, no. if you if you don't have a boner don't try and work it to make it work <laughs> what does that even mean it's if you don't have a boner don't work nobody it. knows what it means but it's provocative no anchor man <laughs> leave it no that was um blades of glory no it wasn't that's yeah. anchor man no it's definitely blades of glory no it's not yep i win this one i'm gonna prove it to you later but keep going <laughs> it's not Blades of Glory. It is. You know, when he's on the treadmill, it's like, my homes, my lovely lady homes. Check it out. And then, yeah, 100%. Figure no, it out later. No, no. Anyway, who is the biggest mistake in your standard team? Uh, yeah, Cox, easily. Um, and what, what about you? Beams. Yeah. Beams and, is going. But that, I, but, I don't know if but, that's necessarily a mistake. It, it, it is because he, like, as in he hasn't performed so much to start. I, I mean, I went with him. More because Danger went out. So because Danger went out, Beams yep. was the guy that came in. So for, for a reason, I was contemplating going Beams in and Dusty out, but I was going to go for a full-pronged 
loaded up attack, and I thought, well, you know, danger, not playing. I'll start with one of these guys, and it was Crips or Beams, and I went yeah. the wrong. I went the wrong way. So you just made a wrong. I went. Wrong I went point. the wrong Point-flip, way, but, but not, I, your, not your fault. But I kept the cash. Yeah. So I was. That's why I was going to wait a week to see. Hopefully, Beams would improve, and hopefully, Danger was going to have a bad game, yep. and then I could hold Beams, right? But now, enough's enough. I'm using that cash. Well, and he's in. One thing that I really like about what's happened with me not having Danger at the start and being able to just wait and see is that I wait and see, and Crouch got injured. So I mean, it was sort of a, a godsend in, in itself. Um, so you can update, upgrade Crouch, but you need I, to I find, got, well, I got Dusty's find, points. You need to find the money. I got Dusty's points because I didn't start Danger, so that's a huge win for me. So yeah, definitely Cox, hundred um, percent. Outside of that, it was uh, what player in your team has exceeded your expectations in the first two rounds? Um, I'd say the rookies, Chris. Yeah. For me, well, like literally Doday, bang bang, Finlayson, bang bang. Like literally, I was not expecting tons. From some of these rookies, and their price is huge. They're going up yeah. huge, and I'm loving it because now I'm thinking about what I can do with that money. Um, yeah, and look, I, I got to be honest. Uh, someone asked me a, a very similar question um, a few days ago. It was, uh, yeah, how is your premiums uh, averaging? And and my premiums are literally all across the board are averaging exactly what I thought they would. Every single one of them is averaging what I thought or a little bit more. Um, so that proves to me that I've, I've chosen the right premiums. Um, and so really the only ones that are impressing me is your Tim Kelly or your, your Dodie and your Finlayson. Outside that, everyone's normal. Excuse me. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> I do agree. Excuse me. Oh, sorry. I've been, what's okay. I've been coughing and stuff all night. It's fine. I think, um, I think people appreciate the realism. Yeah. What to do with Cam Rayner? Um, get him out yesterday. A hundred percent. Uh, anyone that you got, well, not Garland that, is better. Not, if, not if only that, it's it's the second round, so that first round will be out of the cycle pretty quick, and he got like a twenty. So yes. that's going to be that. He, he's that. That's in three rounds of yep. price. That's huge. That twenty. That's he's hard. actually going to lose you money. I, he will go down. Let's have a look at what his break even is, because yep. it's it's going to be bad. It's going to be. It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Yeah, it's going to be. Uh, I've got to have to search. Yep, so with, yeah, Langdon, got to get Langdon gone, I think. Or oh, Chris is wanting to hold him, I think. So, interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know what to do with him yet because I think he's going to be out for, he's going to be out for four, but then he's probably going to have to work his way back into the team. So it could be as, as long as six to seven yep. weeks. Although, um, I, I, I think I might just keep him for now because I, I want danger. And to get danger in, I have to make money this week. And the only like two downgrade options I've got to actually make cash is Brayshaw versus Norton. Um, my one thing I could do before Sicily would prove to be an idiot is I could have put Sicily back, um, traded out Norton, and then got Liam Ryan in the forward line. That would have been good. But then the injury makes Cic- things worse. Sicily yep. getting suspended for a week means that then I have to start with Murphy on field. Well, I think, like, well, Nelson was asking, so is Liam Ryan or Waterman someone we should be looking to bring in if you don't have them? I think 100% Liam Ryan after that score, yep. you need to bring him in. Waterman that, that price is going up. And Waterman is someone that... Questionable. Questionable. I think... I'd love him if I was reliable on his job, job security. Yeah, so. and I'm considering going him over Langdon because, you know, he will actually go up in price. But at the same time, it's 50-50. You may get it right. You may get it wrong. Uh, I don't think it's as essential. Um, yep. Yeah, so for Langdon, I think you know you could bring in a Waterman or someone like that. Um, yeah. Cam Rayner, by the way. I, would, I don't think I'd switch him for Venables. Yeah. Um, he's already in your side, so I think that's more of a waste of a trade. Yeah. For that one. Cam, so there you go, Nelson. Cam Rayner um, is has a break even of sixty two, um, and is tipped to fall below twelve thousand cash this week if he does not hit that. 
<laughs> What's the chance he doesn't make 62, Chris? Pretty high. Yeah. What's I think he's only got a 50. How, how annoyed would you be if you put a rookie on your forward line that loses cash? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, that's well. Well, but no, it, it's not all dire, right? If you don't have like Ryan from West Coast, yeah, you in, could probably in, take your pick in now. your forward line. Yeah, you could make yourself eighty k. Yep, more eighty five k, and have someone that has a negative break even. Yeah. So I mean, then put that money somewhere else that you could use. That's and exactly what I'm looking to do. In learn a lesson for picking a starting side. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah, it's not all doom and gloom for this early in the season. No. So it's, at least, he, at he least, was just a bad pick. So. Yeah, and use that money elsewhere, make use of it, unlike you know the start of the year. So you take that money, put it somewhere good. Yeah. Like a you know, child tuition fee or something. Do okay. Good, do good things. Yes, now I'm just going to have a read of this one. I'll read this out because it's fairly long and I need to process it at the same time. So with Dangers 130 on the weekend, he'll now need to uh, average 155 in the next two games to maintain his price. I don't think he'll do that, but that's not normal. Does he have that's, to average 155 his next two he, games? He will, yeah. With At 750K. Yep, given his break-evens, 100%. Didn't he average like 130 odd? 136. Yeah. Yep, so he needs 150. Well, but you got to remember when they start the season, they're actually automatically inflated over their average. So, and then mm. it comes down. So the, he will naturally go down in price. Um, and that's going to happen, but I don't think it's going to be by much. Well, yeah. I, and I think... If I if I didn't have him, would you want wait a few rounds for the inevitable drop or payovers? No. Um, it depends on who you're trading to him. Yeah. If you, if you started a Crips or someone and he's doing well, I would 100% wait. If you started a Beams who's going to drop in price, then that gap could Gotta actually... Well, that gap Gotta could be out. too big. Yeah. You know, Beams could drop... And then he could drop more than, you know, like it, it, it's, I'm not playing that gamble game. So it depends on who you have. If you started someone like Crips and they're doing well, I would probably wait. My one thing about this week is you, you might be right. And oh, no, nah, I, I don't think I, so. I just think you need to get him in at some Have point. a look at the mids that have versed West Coast over the last two weeks. So you had McRae who scored 145 and McLean who scored 125 because Lysette is a fucking spud. So when, when um, Nat Nui is is on, is in the ruck, the the uh, sorry Geelong midfielders aren't going to get around the ball. It's going to go straight down to your West Coast mids. But when Lysette's sets rucking, which will probably be forty percent of the game, it's going to be Danger Ablett, Tim Kelly, absolutely mauling that ball. Yeah, and I think Zach Smith will come in this week. Hundred yeah. uh, percent. I wouldn't be. I w- it would be safe to say that Danger will probably go over one thirty this week, and it's not above him to go one fifty. So, to me, if you can get him in and it's not going to cost your team, I'd do it. Yeah, I think if you were planning with the money to do it, and if you had beams, and then one hundred percent get rid of him. Yeah, like yeah, if you started someone like Parker or Cripps, then you could probably afford to wait because that will go up. They're not going to lose value. Let's, yeah. let's face it; they've started well enough. They're not going to lose value, so you could wait for that inevitable drop from danger, yeah. and then work out who from your team that you were going to look at yeah. to get rid and of. Caniglia is averaging too well to get rid of him. So. Oh, one hundred percent. And Caniglia, yeah, staying. So, uh, but for those who were looking to wait for Caniglia to go so many rounds and then get in danger, it's looking great. Yeah, it is looking great. It's it looking looks great. like he's going to be six hundred k in a few weeks. It's insane. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Let's have a look at our Twitter followers' questions. Yes. So let's go to Twitter. So I have all these central rookies uh, for the first time in my life. Well, congratulations, Carl. Well done, Carl. Did we help you, Carl? Yes, I hope so. Uh, so Hibbert to Simpson is silly. Yes, we've yep, covered that one. It's um, not silly. It's just it's just a waste. And if you're looking at the long-term picture, then it's it's just a waste. Yeah, and apparently it would be his only trade if he resisted trading Sicily. I do think one week. I think you can't trade him. Yeah. Like again, he's done done well over two rounds. I think 
people are just going looking at that bad score going, oh, what a horrible score. But at the same time, you know he's going to be inconsistent. Here's what I think, Ben. So here's what happens. Sicily goes suspended for a week and he comes back and then pays, no one pays any attention to him. And he comes back and he gets a 1.30 the week he gets back. Watch that. Who did they play that write week, that Chris? Write that down. I'm going to have a look. Write that down. Write that, write that down. What, if you don't know Penn, what, what movie that is that down. from? Um, Van Wilder Pine. Yes, it is. Dude, I love that movie. I think I've heard these before. I like I like how <laughs> dad comes in. He's like, write that down. He's like, oh, I want so to good. write the porpoise. <laughs> I just want to die at one peak American taco stand. <laughs> this is Taj. Uh, yeah. Oh, so good. Taj. Great, great, man. I'm hot. You're on fire. Yes. <laughs> um... Explain so that's Carl again, not because Sicily's doing poorly, but because he's a knob. Well, look, if you picked him, you know he's a knob, so don't change it. Ah, uh, there's a bit of a conversation yep. there. Keep scrolling, keep scrolling. We don't need that. <laughs> Rules of thanks, speech. thanks, Rooster. I'm just get yeah, involved. Rooster, getting in it. Thanks, Rooster. Yeah, just you know, doing what he does. Uh-huh. Crouch. All right, here we go. Um, what do I do with Crouch? Options are keep a hold a week. I uh, do not do. Do that. not hold a week. That's a stupid idea. Uh trade to Coniglio. Yeah, Crips or DPP swing to get McLean. No, no, no. Um, yes, no, uh, 100%, go to Canigo. Um, He's going to instantly oh. make you up probably 70, 80K. Yeah, can you, if you don't have Coniglio, then 100%. you got to do it. He's just dominating. He's he's their go-to. He's inside, he's outside, he's kicking goals. He's doing absolutely everything. Not to mention, we did tell everyone at the start of the year, GWS blessed. have, they. well, A, no, I'm not just talking about the blessed Chris because okay. I don't want to be all selfish and be like, glistening chest, hashtag blessed, even though we say it every week <laughs> yeah. at this point in time. But they have a very soft draw they at do. the start of the round. This is probably their hardest game. Yep. This is one of their hardest games. So this week they're versus Sydney, right? So Which Sydney, again is a derby. And at the derby, SCG. Anyway. Yep. Then they verse Fremantle Dockers at home. La-di-da, they're going to tail them up. Oh. Then they verse St. Kilda at Etihad. On a flat deck at Etihad. Oh, that is going to be a whitewash. So this game... You do not want to be St. Kilda playing the highest skilled team in yep. the competition at Etihad Stadium. So they've played a couple of soft games. They verse Sydney this week. Saints at Etihad, who aren't going to do much there. I mean, let's face it, they might as well just fold up now. Yep. And then they verse Geelong. No. Right? Oh, uh, sorry. Lions. Then they play Lions at home. Oh, then they verse Lions at home. <laughs> <laughs> you got to... <laughs> right? Dude. Yeah, we are stuffed, right? Yeah. <laughs> And then they verse, sorry, then they verse Geelong at yeah, Scott Stadium. Part, yeah. After that, they verse Eagles at home. So looking at two games out of the next six that are actually challenging, and that's Sydney and Geelong. Apart yeah. from that, they are tailing. And even then, I think that uh, GWS will still go in favourites in both of those games. Yeah. And then they verse even North with Geelong and at then KP. They, and then they verse North Melbourne in Tasmania. Dude, it's like, just, it's and then lo- they verse Essendon. So they're, they're laughing, literally, the first 10 rounds. Yeah, in. I, I don't know why I put them in. I should have put them first on my ladder predictor. I, I did, because I'm not a rook like you. Um, is Hurley going to be the second best defender after Laird? I don't think so, no. Uh, but we covered this in our top 10 predictions. Yeah. Oh, um, but, yeah, he, it's he, possible, he, but he pos- I don't think possible. so. It's um, possible. But I think he'll still be top six. We uh, still think that? You still yeah, think- he, he started well better than I thought, so I think he could still be top four. Look, it, and let's face it, we don't we don't really know, but he started well enough to say, look, if you if you want to go for him, then back your gut because you know you know why not? Why uh, not back your gut? Mark so, Robinson. So I'm guessing it's not the uh, Robo from the Herald Sun, but uh, if it is, I don't know if I like. Oh, okay. You, so <laughs> he swapped he swapped Danger to Ablett to cover the donut in round one. Yeah. And now Ablett's on fire. What do I do? Keep keep Ablett. keep Ablett. He's Ablett will get you one twenty every week anyway. And then you if he get if he gets injured, then just get rid of him. And then you'll be able to get whoever you want anyway. Yeah. Oh, Ablett's playing too well. And he's just warming into the season. Yeah. Honestly, and he's playing he's going, midfield. He's, he's going at 70%. Oh, he's playing midfield. Uh, yeah. I, I really like Ablett. Um, 
I think there's a better way to get danger into your team without looking at your team. I just I would consider other options. Yep, I would I would be looking at someone else to move up to danger. Yep. At this point in time, and then if Ablett does get injured, if then you got at least lucky you, and your midfield doesn't have any things. Well, Ablett, I think you got to wait a few weeks. Ablett would mostly always be highly priced anyway. So even if he goes down, you'll have your pick of the litter. Yeah. And let's face it. So in my draft side, I had danger and Ablett, and I must tell you, it was a great feeling this week. Yeah. Yeah, like seriously, it was a, it was a great feeling. Yeah, uh, and uh, then, there will be a point when he drops, and then you can pick up literally any midfielder you want. So go nuts. Yep. Uh, so Tim Toronto, so Sharpie, we covered this one as well. Uh, he is a real deal for draft. I definitely would be very keen to get him, but for standard, we don't think he's top ten. Yep. Uh, if he is, he might scrape with a ninety, and even then, he's borderline. Like you don't see, I don't think he'll go high nineties to be highly relevant. Uh, I think it's just more about a case of people that are out at this point in time, yep. and he's just doing well. He's, he is playing very well for what he's been given. Yeah. Uh, John Reynolds, <coughs> so not to be confused with uh, Jock Reynolds, uh, wants to know if uh, to trade or keep Merritt. Um, he's definitely going to lose you money. And uh, so at the moment, his thing is this. So I would say a hard no, but he doesn't have Dusty. So he can go to Dusty right now. Now, look, here's the thing. Yeah, Dusty is not going to be really going up in price. Let's have a look at Dusty's no, he break won't. even. Oh no, he will after his. Yeah, he, he got a one go up a little bit. We got like a one forty and a one and a one sixty, Chris. So he will yeah. go up. Um, yeah, it's interesting, but at the same time, I mean, at the end of the year, Dusty only averaged what nine points more compared to uh, Merritt last year. So, so Dusty's got a break even. I think ninety one. I, I think you're better off looking at waiting to upgrade to Dusty from one of the other guys and leaving yeah. Merritt where he is. I Otherwise, mean, you're trading a primo to another primo, and I then you're still going to and then you're still going to have to trade a rookie to a primo anyway. So yeah. you might as well just wait to have the money to then upgrade your your rookies to that primo. And Dusty, he will have some lower games. I like I like point. the idea in theory, but at the end of the day, uh, you chose Zach Merritt because you think he's going to be a great POD and probably going to be top ten midfielder, and he's going to be waterline top ten this year yep. anyway, even though he's had those quiet games. Uh, Dusty is w- only going to go up twenty thousand this week. Like, even though he's got those big scores, he's so heavily priced that he's not really going to be going up much. So you can pick him up later, and he will have a 60 game. There's going to be a point in time when Dusty get, drops a 60, and three weeks later, you'll be able to pick him up. Now, unfortunately, you've already missed his big scores. You've already missed his 300 points, and you yeah, can't get them back. 100%. So at this point, you're literally just chasing points because Dusty's scored so well. Yep. So do not trade it. And I'm I'm just happy because I wasn't going... I was, yeah, in the preseason, Chris, we were talking about... Dusty, will he have a hangover? Can we trust him? Hopefully, you know, he does have that tendency to have some low games. But in the end, with my structure, I end up just going guns and rookies, yeah, except and Danger, just, just danger being out just messed yeah. me up, like 100%. Um, yeah, the unfortunate but, thing is, if, if you didn't... It, right now, it looks like if you didn't start with uh, Dusty and, and Titch, Titch yeah. you're well behind. Yep, and because Danger wasn't in my side, it was and easy. And because they both easy choice. over the first Easy choice, weeks. Dusty and Titch with yeah. no Danger. So, um, yep, 100%. So, Kane Lambert, what would you do, Chris? Uh, I think you got to trade him. I think you got to trade him. He was that breakout potential to hopefully be a top six, and he doesn't look like being a top six. No. Uh, the problem is, right, the, the, there is a there is great options around his price point. Um, so you could go to McLean, who's probably, I think he's averaging about 105 at the moment. Um, you can go to Walters, who also looks like a better choice. Um, if you've got a bit of cash, you can go up to Billings or Green. Or um, even Robbie Gray is not even that or expensive. Or Gray at this point, because you've already missed his zero. He's I mean, not, he's look, not that expensive, Gray. I, oh, look, it hurts me to say. You, you, there's two things you could you could hold him, and he's gonna get your points at some point during the year. And great, fantastic, you did well for holding him. But I think at this point, he's got such a low break even 
if he doesn't come back as a speculative POD, you're really well behind. So I'd rather trade him. Yep, I'm with you. On I that think one. he's a corrective trade. I think I think Lambert needs to be put to slaughter. Yeah, I mean he was questionable anyway, wasn't he? Uh-huh. He was questionable. So I lo- I loved him preseason, and he had great hype, and he was playing really well. But he did kick four goals in that game where he scored a hundred and six, yep. which wasn't even that great. So yep. And um, Chris, I actually uh, emailed his mother oh, this week. Okay. Um, Mary. Yeah, Mary. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, even Mary says put uh, Lambert out to slaughter. So look, <laughs> no love lost there. She said, look, he's ripe. He's he's you know he's at a higher price than you will get. So you get rid of him. Uh, and last question, Nathan. Hibbard to Ryan in defence, I think, is a horrible question. Uh, uh, ooh, like, like, I hate uh, it. I mean, yeah. I'm Sorry, I mean that in the politest way possible. Um, Ryan. No, you don't. Uh, he averaged like, Just no, no. Just be honest. Just tell her how you feel, I put bro. him in draft because uh, Hanley was out and it worked out amazingly, right? Yeah. But Hibbard, he's been proven. He's averaged 90 plus towards 100 a couple of times now. Ryan, I mean, yeah, what, what's he done? Like 70 average? Did Stephen Hill year? play on the weekend? Uh, Stephen, I think he did. You or did? maybe they're both back. I don't know. You um, tell me. I yeah. I, I don't know. I I think I recall seeing him running, but maybe not. I, anyway, I, I don't know. I I've just I I like Ryan. Don't get me wrong. I think that he's played really well. I uh, is he gonna be top six? I can't tell you that, but I, I can tell I, you that Hibbert's a much higher chance of finishing top six than Ryan is. Yeah. And for me, that's an easy decision because of that. And don't trade. Don't trade Hibbert for a speculative. Hundred percent. Just because they've had two, you're good really rounds. rolling a dice again. Yep. You've got to have and Toronto-sized tra- nuts over here and chasing that. chasing points. But look, thank you very much for sticking around. For those that have stuck with us, I know it's been oh, a little. Oh, Jesus, bit- that was a long one. I know it has been long. I know we did you know, do a little bit of uh, off <laughs> the cuff. Like Bigfoot's dick. <laughs> oh, I know we did. There's your anchor man. Thank you very much. And Chris is sober. Uh, <laughs> I know we did a bit of off the cuff stuff earlier. But look, if you are working and you're trying to get through the workday, I hope we have helped with that. If you're drafting, I hope you have helped. Uh, looking at those draft options, because let's face it, some of those draft options, you know, like Garlet, one fifty. This time of the year is really well, yeah, important. Well, yeah, one fifty one week, fifty the next. Don't go Garlet. Um, but you know, look. Hopefully that has given you some insight. Hopefully it's given you some information for those that were wanting to trade Hibbard for a Ryan. Hopefully that has deterred you from doing so. Um, but look, at the end of the day, we just try and give you the best advice possible. And doesn't but mean don't shoot us if we make the wrong decision. No, and it doesn't mean we take our own <laughs> advice all the time no. <laughs> uh, as evident by the start of the year. So we are human. Uh, we are lovable. So please love us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. This is rambling for like 20 minutes about, oh, I just love a good conclusion. Shut up. <laughs> that, was right. a, that was a two second conclusion, Chris, to, to try and wrap up your ram- to try and wrap up your rambling. Anyway, I'm going to edit this so you can go home. Right. Thank you very much. We are Supercoach Insider. Peace. Cheers, guys. Love you a long time. Bye-bye.